Hello, ladies and gents, and welcome to season two, episode six of the Homesteading UK podcast. Six. Hello, Mike. All right. How are you doing? Going? Going? <laughs> I'm good, <are> you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mate, we're flying through these episodes. We six. are, aren't we? So I'm Alan, this is my mate Mike, and we are in the workshop of dreams once again, aren't we? Mate, this is becoming like a recording it, studio. It is here. becoming like a recording studio. We have to get a vending machine in here. Can we get some... Yeah, and one of those one of those things with just brown M and M's in it or something like that. Yeah, yeah. is that the ones? A water cooler. Yeah, that's it. And maybe I'm some, not, I don't know where it go. Maybe some seats though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bit short on the seating in here. <laughs> seats are overrated. Yeah, seats um, are overrated. <laughs> so we thought we'd get back together again. So I think I think well, I really enjoyed the last one. I have to say, I thought we got into some really good stuff. I mean, some nice feedback on it as well, which is really positive. It does seem to go not just what we're doing and talking about, but it does seem to go in kind of waves, doesn't it? You know people's interest and maybe it's because it's like back end of spring and everyone gets excited don't they goes out and buys loads of seeds and yeah but it's it's just a nice thing and i think certainly you know you've talked about how you find it hard sometimes in this winter to yeah. get get infused and yeah. enthusiastic <clears throat> and stuff so that's maybe that's just part and parcel of it I mean, it's natural just, rhythms mate they'll catch phrase beat you to it loving that <laughs> so yeah so it, it was really nice so i just thought we, we've actually spent a lot of time kind of just texting to and from we yeah we've been talking i am doing some work in the workshop of dreams so if you hear these random noises it's no good. point being in the workshop of dreams if you're doing some work no but, uh, no doing so, a little bit of scratch built we won't tell people what it is yet mate no I'll let, let have you not decided what it is yet don't no, you know I, I know exactly what it is uh, yeah okay i know exactly what it is <laughs> <laughs> well, it's looking very nice, I have to say. Well, it's pictures, yeah, it's looking really good. And it was free, all free, mate. Scaffer uh, pallets? No, no. Out of a skip, out of a skip, out of a skip. Some timber out of a skip. Yeah. And it's all it is is just a little. Oh, I'll tell people, I'm just making a little set of shelves. Yeah. And that's uh, for my coffee little my little coffee station I'm building. Yeah. In is the that kitchen, for, mate. for home or for work? Just at home, mate. Yeah. So in the morning when I get up. Um, I like to have a nice coffee in the morning, so yeah. I'm just getting all my paraphernalia together, yeah. putting it up on the wall. Very nice. Using the old hand tools. Got very nice little dowel joints on there that you've made, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Not too bad, is it? Yeah, no. And I like a little bit of I like that little bit of knotty hole there. Yeah, that's, that's nice, it, mate. I'm gonna have some hand carved scoops on there later oh, yeah? on. Yeah. yeah, you know me. Oh, nice. Anyway. Yeah, so in the workshop of dreams, and we're just catching up, really. And it's not been long since we last did one, is it? It's been a, no, not, not long at all. It'll be less than two weeks by the time everyone hears this, I imagine. So, but what apologies nice? for the quick turnaround for those no. of you who've got other things to do. Yeah, like, <laughs> two old duffers chatting <laughs> load, of, load of flannel again. <laughs> but um, what's nice is that. <clears throat> After the last episode, we both went away and we kind of thought about stuff, didn't we? Which is it really sparked something in yeah, us, I think, it did, didn't it? it? Yeah. yeah, and that's kind of where we're coming from this time, which is quite nice. And I know that for me, it's probably it's probably just a natural reaction to the news that we're hearing all the time mm. about how expensive everything has suddenly got and the cost of increase of um, you know utilities and everything going yeah. up yeah and so then it does get you onto that subject very dear to my heart thrift <laughs> yeah but i do like thrift yeah i like saving money and yeah. i like or, or or i like working out how to be independent of having to buy materials and resources yeah. and being more resourceful myself and that could be you could call it thrift or whatever you want but i think it's how our parents used to be and certainly our grandparents used to oh, be definitely and 
And we do live in a world where you can just go on eBay and buy anything. Bosh. Yeah. Oh, really quick. Every year in the morning, mate. Yeah. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. And and let's be honest, most of it's pretty reasonable. Yeah. It's really cheap, yeah. isn't it? You know. And if yeah. you if you're prepared to wait, wait for it, to wait for it to come from China or mm. um, Hong Kong or something like that, mm. you can get it for next to nothing yeah. quite often. Those little things that we need and use every day. Yeah. But I think there is that bit in me which is always. Wanted to try and reduce that kind of reliance and stuff, and yeah. so hence I did not buy a little shelf unit. No, from B and Q. Haven't even used any screws, have you? I haven't used any screws at all. Right, I have used glue and some I dowel. Yeah, I didn't make the glue myself quite yet out of boiled up rabbit parts, but Mate, it's only not, time. I'm, I'm not a million miles away. It's only time. It's coming. I can tell it's coming. Conversations we were having earlier definitely coming. So, um, so I, I definitely want to spend a bit of time later on covering some stuff about thrift and saving money and yeah. what people can be doing, you know, some ideas. And I'm not even going to begin to pretend I'm an expert on this at all, uh, as I would never much. would. But particularly in this subject, there's going to be people out there with way more experience. Well, there have been people. Better been, ideas than me, for sure. There been but some nice posts on the Facebook. Oh, mate. Is it, people, is it Gold Stars? Is it Sean? I think it's yeah. pronounced Sean. I'm not yeah, sure. But yeah. Gold Stars for that work they've done there is amazing, amazing, that. Loads of stuff, wasn't yeah, it? Like animal housing and Incredible. stuff like that, and all and all for the want of just getting some resources and yeah. And I'm lucky that where I work, that there's a a skip which is always full of bits of off cuts and stuff like that. Yeah, more than off cuts, there's other stuff that goes in there. But um, you know, it really did get me thinking about resources and where they come from and stuff like that mm. and how much we throw away. Oh, it's bad, isn't it? Oh, they look right, then, didn't they? They look great. They do look alright. Great. Almost know what I'm doing. Yeah, no, not really. No. <laughs> so second half, I want to come back and just talk a little bit about that, and yeah. got some ideas of a little bit of a, a, a kind of a topic we're going to try and cover a little bit for that. Um, but first of all, mate, it's been not quite two weeks. Yeah, I've done so much. Have you? Yeah, it's been really busy. What about you? What you I mean, I know you've been busy, but <laughs> yeah, I've been go on, I've go been on. Put me today. to shame, mate. Go on. I know you. Well, no, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a tale of two cities, mate. Isn't it? It's yeah, a tale it of two is. sites. Definitely it's, is. For myself, I've been, um, you know, working on a much bigger scale, and and I'm feeling it physically today. I have to say, yeah. I'm really tired, but that's because I planted 500 beans. <laughs> Only 500. 500. 500 beans, and then well, 480 and one double row, and then I put the other row in, but I haven't quite finished that. So yeah. all in probably about 700 I've put in today, okay. and then probably about 300 or 400 onions yeah. set. And so um, I'm looking forward to my bath later. Yeah, I, I might even have a glass of red wine tonight no, on a Monday. No, Monday night. Are you sure about that? Is that a good idea? <laughs> yeah, I won't have work tomorrow probably. <laughs> but it, it's the same. It's the same as I've said before. It is the same as working on a bigger scale. The things I'm worried about are they going to take? Have I got yeah. pest control in mm. place? And you know, are they? You know, is it the right timings? Is the temperature right? But it's been very overcast and a bit rainy here today. Yep. And so I thought that was a perfect time to get those beans out because oh. the temperature's not going to fluctuate too much and transpiration off the roots will be really low. Yeah. And that's, you know, when you're doing that many, yeah. I thought, well, that's not a bad no, thing. That's not so, a bad thing, is it? No, so I thought that's what I'll do. So that's what I've been doing today. Yeah. Um, and last Friday we had a really rainy day. It was it was almost impossible. You know, it's been drizzly today rather than... Yeah, yeah. yeah. But last Friday was really rainy. Mm. And so what I did actually forced me to stop doing outdoor projects. Oh, right. I, went, I was in the polytunnel all day, right. which was good in a way because what it made me do is stop and actually do some more sewing that yeah. I actually really needed to do yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and potting up and stuff like that. And 
sometimes you just have to go with changes, don't you, in the weather and what have you, and and you've got to you've got to use those opportunities when they come along because otherwise, if you're anything like me, you've always got the 19 million jobs that you could be doing, and so always, mate, always. Well, I know, <laughs> I know you have. So that's what I that's what I've been doing. But yeah, um, so, so sowing and planting out, and sowing and planting out, and uh, feeding bees because yes. we've got swarms, haven't we? Yeah, which has been a lovely. A lovely thing over the last couple of mate i've been so happy yeah it's not it's such a nice thing isn't it because there was a time where we didn't even have a colony each mate we had one between we had us. one between us didn't we for well from the beginning of the, of the season and then i think we caught a swarm just before the last episode yeah and we're now up to six six and, colonies and it really has gone mad hasn't it is that right six have i got that right i think six or five i can't Might remember be five I, you see we've got what the original one we had before the, yeah. the swarm we caught early the one i've got in my workplace and then now. i've got one at work one at home and one of his sisters so it's six yeah so i had a, love, a lovely day last i forget if it was wednesday or thursday now yeah where i finally determined that i was confident that the second hive box i hadn't bothered to empty out of work had caught a swarm yeah same day I got a phone call from my sister yeah. saying, oh, I've had, I've had a swarm going. I'm like, yeah, is yeah. it a swarm or is it, you know, just a few bees? Because people, if they've not seen a swarm before, yeah. sometimes well, think well, the scout bees a little bees bit reluctant, well. aren't we, to, yeah. to, to actually... So, yeah, it's definitely well, it's it's so exciting, it. isn't it? If it's, if it's not right. And then, and then I I got home and I was I was like, I was went to, went to see it on the, on the, I think it was the Thursday night. And yeah. I'm pretty confident there's a swarm in there. I haven't looked in it properly, but it looks like it's, moving, it's behaving like a swarm would behave. I'd say it's a so, swarm. Almost certainly. And then um, I got home and I was driving home thinking, oh, wouldn't it be amazing if I got home and there's a swarm in my <laughs> box on top of my garage roof? So much so that when I got home, I convinced myself that what and I was seeing was, was a swarm going a swarm, in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, there is a swarm. Yeah, and then, and then when they didn't stop behaving, continue behaving like a swarm, they were just behaving like scouts and robbers going yeah. in and out. Yeah, then you, said, like, you texted me, didn't you? Say, I literally nah, texted you it's yesterday, not, didn't it's I? It's not a swarm, mate. <laughs> no, sorry, mate, not a swarm. False alarm, my mistake. And then, and then <laughs> two hours later... <laughs> In they went. In they went. Epic. That's great days, isn't it? Absolutely I'm just looking through some hardware here, mate. Oh, no worries. Don't worry about making loads of noise. People won't mind here. So, yeah. People in here. This is serious. So, back up to six colonies, but I think a couple of them are really quite small, I would say. Yeah, and they um, ju they're just going to need feeding, but the but the beauty is we've got them early, haven't we? Oh, so early. I, mean, I, know, I wouldn't normally feed, but the circumstances we're in now, yeah. I think we kind of need to protect the... the uh, you know, what we've got for the time being. Oh, cool, yeah, support absolutely. It. Certainly in this early part of the season, certainly through June, because obviously the June dearth's due on us any minute, isn't it, basically? Yeah. Um, and so we want to just be protecting, you know, supporting them through June. But once July gets here, we'll be able to leave them to their own devices, get the main flow on, they'll be I fine. Think, I think that'll be absolutely fine. But I do want to get them into um, full-sized hives as quick as possible and get the swarm traps back out again, mate, because I think it's very early in the season, yeah, and I've caught swarms up until the sort of late July before. Yeah, and if we can get... Couple, even a couple more. Mind you, we'd have taken six. Mate, we? if we end up this year with as many as we've got, I'd be delighted. But I'll be amazed if we don't get one from my parents' <laughs> place. They've got a box up there. Yeah, and and I've got one here, yeah. and I tend to get one here, but I always tend to get them late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my parents' place is quite late normally as well. Yeah, so early is, July. Yeah. So, um, so I'm, Ow, I'm I've got any mirror plates and not after that. Well, what can I say, mate? That's just poor prepping. It's pretty bad. Yeah, man. you know. I've got a feeling there are some in here somewhere. That's well, the trouble. Mate, you're definitely looking for it at the moment, that's all I'm going to say. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> I'm not happy about it. Yeah, so I'm going to move uh, the one on my garage roof and the one on my sister's. I'm going to move to one of our main apiaries at some point in the next week or two and get them into full-sized hives. Yeah. And then, well, as soon as I can, next week or two, probably this week if I can, and then get those boxes back up Yeah. in the hope of catching a second swarm in the and same we, location. 
wouldn't it just, eh? Uh, and then if I can get a few more out of some different sites, I've got the farm where I keep my sort of the hives I've got that I look after mostly. Um, yeah. I reckon I could say to him if I could put another box up somewhere else on the farm, he'd be he'd probably he, all right. He, he was made up, wasn't he, with his return? He was last year with the beans particularly, yeah. So um, probably can do that and then we'll see what happens, mate. But to have six colonies at this point of the year when we started the year one, one yeah. I'm just like... Yeah, and I have to say, you know, I had a lot of interest here when I first put the boxes up. Yeah. But then it's tailed right off. Yeah. And I do wonder whether the lemongrass oil is is quite important. I think it evaporates. Yeah. But what I what I do every so often, and I did it actually funnily enough about this time last week on my garage roof. Yeah. Um, is I go in there and I'll put I'll either swap the frame over if I've got another frame. Yeah. So with one that's got some honey and whatever in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or, oh, and sorry, and then I'll put some lemongrass oil in it. Yeah. And I quite like to put a little bit of comb at the front entrance as well. Yeah, that's what I've been doing, but maybe that's run out here now because I haven't yeah. got any bees visiting this no. house at the moment. So I've ordered some lemongrass oil. I'm making mirror plates. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> if you can't, if you haven't got them, make it's em. nice to be able to make them. Absolutely. Very impressed. Well, they haven't seen them yet. <laughs> no, well, no. No. Um, but no, I, I think if you, if you, rebate the uh the yeah. hives from time to time and i reckon you know just every couple of weeks is more than often enough yeah. but i think it then reignites some interest in it and what happened yeah. was i i did that because i knew the weather was going to be nice but i also knew we would use some showers last week which is great swarming weather yeah it is isn't it? you get the nice especially if you get a morning shower and then a beautiful sunny afternoon almost yeah. guarantee it and um especially this time of year and then looking at whether i can get a bit of interest in advance of that was what i was doing yeah and then, yeah, of course, there, loads of interest. And there then, is definitely, yeah, they know it's there, isn't there? Without a shadow of a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt. And even if it's just robbers going in and out and stealing the last of last year's honey. Yeah. You know, and, and what you'll often get then is a lot of activity around the hive. Yeah. And then often you'll get within a few days, that's when I seem to get the swarms come in. Yeah. That's, again, what's happened. Uh, in fact, both at my sister's place and at mine, it's just been new boxes put out, well-baited, ready to go, and loads of interest, and then... Within a couple of days, swarms have moved in. And it has so. been nice to see the homemade boxes catch something. Because oh. there's always that when you make something, you know, you want it to be good enough and everything like well, that. Well, that one you made, that's one of the early ones you made. Yeah, I mean, that's the worst one I think I've ever made. It's got a swarm in it. It's tiny. Right? It's I only know. about four frame, right? But it's got holes all over it everywhere. I know. If you get the angle right from the back of my, my um in my pantry, looking out the front door, yeah, you can see through the other side of it. Really? <laughs> see this little sliver of light through right so it's awful really but it's perfect for the bees they're quite happy they, they, seem, to, they seem to like it mate, yeah so they? we'd have looked in and gone oh don't think that's gonna be good enough and the bees just like yeah whatever they'll do yeah getting in there that's perfect but for it me must be, it, maybe it's more for casts though because it is small isn't it it is small when you look at it you think that, that is yeah small. and it wasn't a huge swarm that i caught in there the other day yeah it wasn't a huge swarm but you know with a bit of support a bit of feeding up Obviously, getting into the right size box and everything else, and you know, good location. No reason why they shouldn't be successful, um, especially this early in the season with a bit of support. And no reason why they can't be no, ready be for the main flow. Fine. That'd be, that'd so, be fine. Yeah, so I, I, I was buzzing. Uh, <laughs> Pardon uh, the pun. On, on, I think it was Thursday night. I was just like, this is amazing, you know, like from nothing to. I think I might even have got the call from you more or less the same time as well, you know. Yeah, to say that that one had yeah. come in Harry's, and that, um, that, that had not been out long, had it? Well, we put that out on the Wednesday night. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, last I'm just doing a bit of filing. Was it last Wednesday? <laughs> this is the kind of filing I like now. Yeah. I don't do any other kind. No. <laughs> Nail filing, no? No. Was, uh, it, no. was it last Wednesday we put it up? 
Well, it was I think it might have been. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Last Wednesday we put it up, and then by the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So again, again, a few days. So freshly baked boxes seems to be the way to go. Yeah. That's what we're saying. Yeah. So rebaking yeah. them, especially if you know the weather's going to be good or suit warms. Yeah, and, and you've got with what we have, we're in a little bit of a perfect storm here because there's three days of bad. Yeah. And then it's going to get nice again. Yeah, yeah. This weekend's supposed yeah, to be so really nice. To, so ideally, then I need to get the boxes back out again as soon as possible. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what, what, that's what I'm going to do. Is I'm going to, I'm going to get them. Get them so that they're once they've all been jammed up for these last three days, yeah. Um, and then when the weather turns, bish bash bosh, yeah. All right, oh, that's one hole away from being a decent mirror plate. So that goes on the back there, look. yeah. Yeah, you just stick that on and then you put a screw through it into yeah, the wall, yeah. yeah. Make a little hole there, look, nice. bosh. perfect. Well, Good we'll job, see. we'll see. <laughs> all, in, all, <laughs> all the coffee cups be all over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> My mum always used to joke when we were kids. If Dad put up a shelf, she'd just put one thing on it and leave it a couple of weeks just to so see if it's going to stay yeah. up. And definitely don't put your best china on it. No, right. definitely not your best china. Don't put your, don't put your, nan's, your nan's crockery on it no, until, no. until you know. <laughs> yeah, so that's the piece. I, no, I, like I say, I couldn't be more happy about that because that's just such good news. And, oh, no, it's amazing. Uh, chance for us to build up and that will give us the stock for next year to be splitting and making... You know, making queen rearing yeah, and queen rearing about. stuff. So we might be able to finally get around to doing that next year, which is really encouraging. Um, I've also been really busy at the at the allotment and in the garden, though. Right. I've been I've been doing a lot of stuff, and I, I always try and struggle to remember where I got to last time what I told you about. But very much La about last time you had spoke about all the beds being covered, right? Yeah. And you talked about you done you done a little video where you showed people oh, around. I put a little video out from the weekend. So what is that looking like now? So. I'd, I had a few beds of things from last year still hanging around, which I've all cleared out now. Yeah. And really, my focus has been on planting out and then succession sowing Right. over the last couple of weeks. So yeah. it's been very much, you know, getting the tomatoes in the ground. I've done that now. And that's, they've been out for a couple of weeks now because of where I am, chance of frost is long gone, really. Yeah. Um, so it was just, let's just get them out as early as possible, looking for a nice early crop. Mm -hmm. um, which I like to do as you know and then it's about then getting everything else out in the ground so I've been sowing a lot I've been sowing salads and carrots and stuff got some dwarf French beans out in the ground yeah. transplanted my leeks into the final I think I mentioned the leeks before maybe um, but then getting ready for the beans going in getting my summer brassicas in mm -hmm. that sort of thing and then back at back at the um, back at home in the greenhouse it's yeah. about then sowing the things that are going to fill the gaps and what I've found is I've, I've lost a few bits you know I've put some brassicas out and the slugs have said thank you very much Oh, have they? Yeah, just a few, but it's typically around the edges. And then what I've done is, well, I've got some succession coming through. I'll just sow and fill those spaces. Yeah. And I've tried to be really judicious because the, there's a risk where I am that, that I, you know, it's easy for me to sow 16 or 18 as yeah. I would do cabbages. Yeah. But then I'll have 18 cabbages or 16 cabbages ready all at the same time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's so, actually a bit of a fag sometimes, isn't it, to be having to stop and... You know, have to wait until yeah. the next week to do the next. It's two much or three. easier for me to just sow all. I do eighteen and yeah. then to pick the best sixteen yeah. and plant them out. Yeah. But then I don't want sixteen cabbages one week and none the next. No, I know what you're saying. So some crops are all right though because they'll hold, won't they? They will, and cabbages aren't too bad for that unless it gets really hot. But yeah. um, what I wanted to try and do again with and again with the purple sprout and broccoli, I could have had a longer season this year if I'd have just sown half a dozen plants a couple of weeks later. Oh, really? Yeah. I, you know, I had a good crop, don't get me wrong. When, when, what, for, for in the spring next yeah, year? Yeah, so for next spring. So, for example, I think I was sowing, I was picking broccoli up until sometime in April. Oh, really? Yeah, and, and feasibly I could probably have got another couple of weeks out of it, I reckon, if I'd have just sown another batch, of, you know, two weeks later than the last batch I did last year. Yeah. 
So that's just something to, to think about going forward. Well, I'll definitely be doing that, mate. Yeah, I know you will, yeah. I'd like to try and be eating that, not quite all year round, but pretty much. Well, you could be in spr sprouting broccoli and cabbages all year round. All year round, yeah. yeah and no I, do like, I, do like, I do like purple sprouting yeah. broccoli a lot. Yeah. Sorry about the noise. <laughs> so I've, I've got some green sprouting going. It's yeah. like a tender stem, they call that. It's right. really nice. I put that in. In fact, I planted that in amongst the garlic. And how? When is that? When, when's that for? That should be for like late summer, August, oh, September. <clears throat> so the stuff that I put in now, because I put early in already. Yeah. But it will come really early. Yeah. Won't it? I'll yeah. be eating it. February. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have any of that tender stem. I should have got some. I might have some. So I'll have a look at the seed and the seed packet. See if you can still sell it. Yeah. Because if I have, you can have some. Yeah, very nice. Um. I might have the old plant even actually you can have. So well, I've definitely done like successional sowing of sprouting broccoli going yeah. from the last over the last three months. So yeah, there'll be something there. Yeah, that's that's the trick in it. It's just about trying to make sure that you've not got it all come at once and then nothing. Well, we were talking about this, weren't we? And you know, I've been learning that with the salad because yeah, obviously we've grown quite a considerable amount of salad at the moment, and yeah, and maybe enough for about four or five families. Yeah. And, People, different people coming in and grabbing some stuff like that, but it is working out all right. Um, but you just got to really keep on top of it. And I know that there's for people, especially if we've got people who are doing it for the first time, you're so excited about seeing a crop. Sometimes you don't actually want to pick it. You want it to because you like looking at it. Yeah. And there's an element I'll of that. I'll save that. I've done that before. Oh, yeah. I'll save that for that yeah. one meal that I'm going to yeah. do. And then, it, and then you get to it and it's, it's gone over already. Yeah, it's it's not as nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, so, and, and, and there is that. And there, when it's ready. And there's also that I've grown that and I like looking at it. Yeah. There? And then, and then you, <clears throat> when you get it in and there's just a bare bit of earth, it's a bit like... Mm. Yeah. So <clears throat> successional sowing for people to make sure that when you've taken one crop, you've got another one is, is a skill in itself, really, yeah. isn't it? Massive yeah. skill. And... Something which I don't think people think about when they first start out. They think, I'm going to grow a courgette and I'm going to have the courgettes. Def definitely. And I think it, what we're actually talking about is something a lot even more nuanced than that though now, isn't it? Like, I'm going to sow. I've got my little five by five beds. Yeah. And I know how many plants I can get in roughly. Mm. I don't want them all ready at the same time. No. And so I've been I've been like up with you with the sprouting broccoli. I've sown six at a time. Yeah. Year. Yeah. Um, and the other day, or yesterday actually, I was going through doing a bit of an inventory and just checking what I've got and realised that I hadn't actually quite sown enough because mm. I'd forgotten that I hadn't sown them all. Right. So, so I had to sow a few more, yeah? yeah so it's just about up. just keeping on top of that. Well, I'm definitely in that place myself. And I know that there'll be bits that I've missed, and mm. especially with the purple sprouting, because it's so far away, isn't it? It's hard to get your head round that. Yeah. You don't you don't think, do you, that the, the weeks that you make difference now mm. affect it in well, eight do. or nine months? Yeah, they will do. But But... But also, you know, the weather will affect it, of course. Yeah, of course. So yeah, it's not not exactly a, a science. It's no, more, the but, growing you know, conditions will as well, won't yeah, they? Because yeah. certainly I'm noticing in the tunnel now, the polytunnel I've got at work, God, man, things grow fast in there. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It really is unbelievable. Um, and, you know, it's been pleasantly surprising. I didn't know how much of a difference it would make, but yeah. it really has made a massive yeah. difference, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah very clearly. <laughs> And the size and the quality of what you're getting at the moment because you've got no pests in there. No. no just incredible. Making, making a big difference. Well, I did have to chuck away. I had a whole row of radish that I'd sown. It was so damaged by flea beetle. Yeah. I just chucked it straight in the compost. Yeah, you've got to sometimes just make it. I, go I looked it. at it and went, there's no way. And it wasn't just the... Normally, it's just the leaves. And you're like, well, I'm just going to chuck the leaves. That's fine. But it's actually yeah. the tops of the radishes as well. Oh, really? All, yeah, all marked. So I'm going to have to do something about that this year. Do you like the radish, Al? Because I'm not a big radish fan. I'm not a I'm huge fan. I'm not a huge fan. But I'll tell you what, those radishes you've grown. Yeah, 
we had them at that party the other week, yeah. didn't we? And I literally them. was eating the whole plant. <laughs> like roots, leaves, the lot, mate. Oh, that's good. Amazing. They're so good. I don't know what it was. And the yeah, seed, it was French and breakfast. And the Real nice, bog standard. But the nice thing was the seed leaves were still on there and they were still yeah. green. Well, that's what... And they were the best bit. Yeah, that's how I got... <laughs> I prefer them for that. Yeah. I don't actually like radishes that much. Right, so you use them as microgreens, would you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I do it, yeah. 50 and a half. 50 and a half. 20 point... Amazing. 25.25. Sounds good. About there, I'd say, yeah. boss. Looks better, all right. So, no, that's that's amazing stuff. So, trying to make sure we're keeping on top of the succession. I've got my, a lot of my tomatoes now are in their final growing positions. Oh, rip. All no, bar, is, all that bar is 12. Serious. That is serious. Yeah, I've got 12 San Marzano to go in the, what was the heated greenhouse. It's no longer heated because of the time of year. Right. Um, but they can't go in yet because I've got seeds in there at the moment. Right. And so, I just potted them up into one litre pots yesterday. Right. Um, but everything else, all the other tomatoes are all in their final ground positions, staked, canes. Mine are not yet, but they will be by tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> then my beans, beans are going in at the weekend. Well, you know I mean? I've, I've, just... I've had enough of beans today. <laughs> yeah, perhaps we won't talk about beans. No, I'm, I'm actually going to do a week round of beans in my garden this year, though. Yeah, I'll tell you what, mate. It's an amazing thing, and I might even end up doing one here. Because... This... You know, big teepees and long lines and structures are great, but there mm. is something nice about a wigwam, isn't there? Well, just a little wigwam in amongst the flower pool. I've got a little spot. And the kids and the kids would like to see it, wouldn't they, as well? Well, I think my girls, especially my youngest, would go out there and just eat it. Yeah. And, that's and I'm going to do want, window it? boxes of cut and come again salad at home for the same reason. Yeah. She'll just go and eat, and I'm literally going to sew them for her, I think. And I've definitely done them here. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I haven't done mate. any yet, but I will. So I used to you making a racket, mate, after all these years. Yeah, you should be. Yeah. This is this is handcrafted yeah. woodworking, yeah. mate. This is serious. So I should tell you about my cheese. Yeah, go on. I'm struggling with my cheese. What to leave it alone? <laughs> no, well, not to not eat it. Yeah, that's that's. I've, I've lost half a cheese to that. To be fair, um, but the cheese. I, 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 you remember I did two two batches. One in the um, the, the wine fridge. Yeah, yeah. The wine fridge. The yeah. wine fridge. Yeah. One in the wine fridge and one in the uh, in in the regular fridge. Yeah. The regular fridge is fine. That's all right. Right. But the wine fridge, I'm really struggling to keep the mould off it. All right. Yeah, so the outside is wanting to mould, like, grow all sorts of different colours not, of mould. Not, not the right mould that it's supposed well, to Well, I'm have. not supposed to have any mould on it. That's the idea. All right. Okay. But, so I'm having to wash it every day in saturated salt solution. I've now tried putting some white mould on it, like you would have on a real or, or something. There, yeah. yeah. But it's just a real battle, mate, to keep the mould off it. And is this a phenomenon that happens? Yeah, it just means that my growing, my storage can, or sort of aging conditions aren't quite right. You need that cave. I think I need the cave. Yeah, so no one's come forward with a cave yet. Though. What? Really? No. I thought you'd be a shoe in for a cave, no, mate. Not a single, not a single offer for a single cave. Single offer for a cave. Not even in exchange for some cheese. No. Call yourselves fans. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's, been a, it's a real battle though. I've been like every day having to check it over and like, brush off any little molds colonies that start to build on it and yeah. trying to get, like I say, get the saturated salt solution in it. And yeah, but I, I'm not sure it, it tastes amazing. Don't get well, me wrong. Isn't that the most important? But thing? it's going to be a bit manky on the outside by the time it's finished. I think it's not going to be something you look at in the shop and look at it and go, "Yeah, I'm going to buy that." That's for sure. Yeah, but I've got to have a few failures. Well, crikey, I have. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to count it as a failure, but no. it's not gone as well as I'd have liked it to have gone right. for certain. For certain. So it's it's Little learning. Bit. It's definitely learning, and as I've got to figure out how I'm going to store it going forward, or I've got to make other sorts of cheese. 
or, or it might just have been something in the milk, or it might have been just a fluctuation in temperature, well, or it could have been anything. I know the fact cheese, that there's got to be more variables in cheese making than a lot of other things. Oh, it's it? the fact that the, the batch that I've got that's in the fridge hasn't been nearly as bad it makes me think it's the temperature. Right, yeah. But it also won't age as well in the fridge because it's too cold. Oh, okay. So it's kind of one of those double-edged swords. You've got to try and get it just right. So I'm going to have to do a bit more reading. I did buy a book about it. So Everyone myself, likes a little book. I bought myself a book of sort of like basic cheese making recipes. Right. So I'm gonna have a little go at that at some point. Um, I was thinking I might do something new for July, for June rather. Do another little batch in June. Right. So I'm, I'm hand cutting rebates here. Yeah, I can see. Them, so way. that so that they fit under the surface and then because yeah. it's going against the wall. Don't flush against the wall. Yeah. yeah. So it's just it. chiselling out the just timber. these tiny little yeah. bit here, and you can do it all by hand. But... That's the plan, mate. So what have you been harvesting other than salad? A lot of salad. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've been harvesting. I picked I picked the first bit of Monge 2 today wow. from out of the tunnel, the Oregon Sugar Pod, which if, wow. if people have got limited space, we might talk about this in a minute, but yeah. that's got to be well up there, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, I've had a strawberry. <laughs> a, a strawberry. Well, I've, I've had two strawberries off one plant. Mate, I had to, I had to really hold myself on Sunday. Why is that? I was at the allotment and there were two strawberries and they were just not quite right. What, you know, they're like mostly red and yeah. then you turn them over and they're kind of a bit yeah. sort of pinky white on the other side. Yeah, I call that right. Yeah. <laughs> That's ready in my book. So mate. I'm, I'm going to have to go up in a week and eat those two. Right. Because yeah, they'll, they'll be gone over by the weekend probably. They won't. You'll look, <laughs> you'll look, you'll look, you'll look well out then. <laughs> I've just looked for some screws, <laughs> Oh, they sound like they were great though. Yeah, my strawberry patch is looking good this year, I have to say. It's nice. That early, that early heat's really helped, hasn't it? Well, I think it's helped the bees as well. I think it's made a hell of a difference this year. Do you remember last year, April was cold, wasn't it? It was freezing. Yeah. It wasn't particularly warm this year, but then we had that sudden warm-up early May, didn't we? Freezing. Late, late April, early May, was it? Yeah. And then there's been no sign of frost since, has there, no, since it started to warm stable. So it's been really made a difference. So, yeah. So, I've had a bit of that. I've been eating radishes. Not personally loads of them, but uh, radish leaves. Yeah. We've had loads of those. Um, the, the I've... Got uh, a very early variety of pea called Meteor, yeah. which is ready, just swelling. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's really hard to walk past them without eating them, mate. <laughs> I don't know they're going to get any to the table, no. mate. We're eating them all. Where's my bread, <laughs> mate? Um, yeah, because they're just so nice. So yeah. everyone's just, when anyone comes in a pot, so they, they just pop one and eat yeah. it. And they are really tasty. And I'm not the greatest pea, pea eater, fresh. No. I like them cooked, but. You know, I'm not I'm not a great raw pea eater, whereas a lot of people are. Um, but um, they're ready. Um, beet leaves we're eating. Um, what else are we eating? Not not a lot more than that fresh. Not a lot more than that fresh. Right. Rocket, but again, that's all salad leaf really. Yeah. So yeah. that's been the main. Well, mostly, mostly salad crops at this time. Yeah, because because, because we because obviously the poly tunnel wasn't up. Yeah. In you know yeah. as early as it could have been, yeah. So the first season as well. Behind, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it would not. It's not going to be long before we're eating the first cabbages out of that tunnel. Yeah, that ground carafex. It's not. It's not called. It's not ground. It's carafex. Is an F one. Oh, okay. And it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. It is really. They look. They look. They look amazing. Yeah. Um, really good actually. So that they, they won't be long. Um, and then other than that, it's been just getting things to a position where they won't be long. Turnips I've had. I've had some early turnips. Yeah. They don't take very long, do they? No. 
Um, but other than that, that's about it, mate, from, from, yeah. for, for, for vegetables. Um, when I cleared out the last of my spinach and chard and parsley, that was all, all bolted. Yeah, I did the same. That's all gone now. Yeah. But, um, um, I did have a bit of chard yeah. left, but mostly it was gone pretty over, wasn't it? So. Yeah, and I've eaten the last of my lettuce. What I didn't eat is, is again, bolted and gone over. Lettuce. Yeah, I had right. some. I had some heading lettuce. Overwintered heading lettuce. Oh, overwintered. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't have any of that this yeah. year. It needed to go. It was starting to get in the way though. It gets to a point with with the heading lettuce. Lettuce I found the overwintered. It, you need Diminished the space returns. in the ground. Yeah. Diminished returns. Yeah. And, yeah. You get um, to a point where you're not you're not really getting loads off it, no. but you're glad you've got some. Well, what I, what I get to is I've got plenty of it, yeah. but I need the space that it's in. Yeah. For something else to go in. Yeah. So typically I'll just <clears throat> there'll come a point where I just go. I just cut. Cut on it and just get rid of it. That's and, coming out, yeah. Yeah, that's coming out now to make space. And we'll either eat it or we won't. And if we don't eat it, the guinea pigs or the or other yeah, chickens. Yeah, it doesn't get well. wasted, does it? No, it goes to the chickens mostly, to be fair. But um, that doesn't get wasted. That, no. That's good. My potatoes so, are flowering, so I don't yeah. think my earlies are going to be that no. long. Yeah, potatoes at the allotment are flowering. Those people that are growing them, I've noticed. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, this recent weather that we've had with the kind of warm and the showers and then the big spells of Downpours, sunshine. yeah. I literally wandered up to the allotment, and one of the old boys that's up there that I know, you know, for years he had an allotment, allotment next to mine. They've moved yeah. now. Um, that I went up there, and I was, and he was there working. I was like, wow, the difference yeah. in the space of a week yeah. up there with that weather yeah. on their allotments plot was unbelievable. Just because that little bit of rain and, and the heat and the heat combo. Yeah. Yeah, just got Why can't going. it just rain at night, Alan, and be nice and sunny in the day? I don't think this is too much to ask. Well, I put in an order. <laughs> I put in an order for the rest of the year for that. Oh, but, okay, mate. But, um, That'll probably happen then, won't it? Well, sunshine's on the righteous, my friend. <laughs> what can I say? What can I say? So it's going to be wet. It's going to be wet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you can say, mate. It's going to be well, wet. Well, if you're going to be outside tomorrow, then yeah, it's going to be wet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a nice, it, it would be um, lovely if that's how it was, but one of the things I'm kind of realising is that, you know, growing things in the polytunnel is one thing because I'm in control of everything there. Yeah. I can't water that many potatoes now that I've got. I can't do no. it. I'm, no. I'm reliant on the weather now. Yeah. And, you know, like farmers for thousands of years, yeah, yeah. you take what you get, don't you? Yeah. You have a good season and a bad season. Yeah, yeah. So, and the winners and losers, as year. we always talk about, yeah. don't we? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so you could go down the route of, oh, you know, I could, I could, I, I've got a hose there. I could yeah. water that. It would take me a day yeah. to water all them spuds properly. I, I, so then why would you? That's why I don't grow, one of the reasons I don't grow with the allotment, because yeah. I'd have to walk, uh, carry watering cans of water in to water them. Yeah, that would be. And it's just like, it's just such a faff. I haven't got time to do that often enough to make a difference. That's not quite Maybe right. use two screws the same size. Yeah. 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 Bit of a rogue in, in oh. there, really. I'll tell you, I made a lovely kombucha the other day as oh, well. Oh, mate. I've made up with that one. I've done. Uh, I've never got into it. No, no. I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan, but I found this one that I I could drink every day. Oh, now, well, that's pretty good. I've been making it a little bit sweeter than I traditionally would. Yeah. Um, but this one is. I'm at the moment. I'm using um honey and lemon Ooh, nice. tea bags. You know, like yeah, fruit teas. Yeah, yeah. Which is a bit weird because we've got honey at home and you know lemon and whatever. I've been having um, nettle and lemon balm tea. Oh, but that's good. Just yeah. two leaves yeah. in a cup, pour yeah. boiling water on, leave five minutes. I've got so much lemon balm in my garden. Lemon barb, lemon barb and nettle, mate. I reckon yeah. that's pretty good for you as well. Oh, it's got to be, yeah. yeah. Lemon balm's well known for medicinal, isn't it? That's... The stinging nettle's not far behind, no, is it? Exactly. So, but no, lemon balm and, and uh, sorry, lemon and ginger tea bags. Yeah. I'm making my kombucha up with that, mate, and it's fizzing up lovely. And I 
get out of the fridge, take take a bottle up the allotment with me. Nice. Pop it when I get there, top up the little glass as I'm walking past. Yeah. Mate, amazing stuff. Oh, well, there you go, mate. Recommend that to anybody. Maybe I should get into it. I, well, my, my scope is getting side, so big, I'm going to have to do something I beg your I've got massive scoping, mate. Do you want to see my scoping? No, thanks. <laughs> Says that to all the girls, I reckon. <laughs> Normally works. Get your scoby out. Normally works. <laughs> I don't know. If you need some, I can, I can, I can shout you some. Basically, no, I would. It's something I would like to do eventually because you know I would like to try these things, and then even if, even if it's not for you now, you know later on down the line, you've got an understanding of how these things work, and I would like to have an understanding of how it works. Yeah, I don't do any fermenting yeah. um, for foods. Right. I don't know why that is. It's not really. You know, <clears throat> chat to people from different countries and stuff like that, and obviously, certainly some some forms of fermentation food based foods are. I mean, they're so you know, so key to some cultures, aren't they? Yeah. Um, when I'm thinking of like some of the European cultures and some of the Asian cultures, mm-hmm. but it's just something that I've not ever really got into or done. It doesn't mean that I wouldn't like to try. So I'm not. I should give it I'm a not, go. Really, I think the. I'm, well, I'm sad. Not particularly big fan of the flavours of the fermented food. But I'm not sure that's a fair comment because the ones I've. I've had sauerkraut and things yeah. like that. I, I'm not a great fan of sauerkraut, but I realise that I've not really had loads of no. it. And so perhaps I should give it a whirl. And I also know of a few, like kimchi or uh, cortado, is it? I think it's called, or cortido. Cortado's like. a coffee, mate. No, I'm well, I'm well acquainted with, I'm well acquainted with that. Yeah, I bet you are. I know, it's, it's something <laughs> like that anyway, but that's it's like a, rather than just cabbage, other vegetables as well. Yeah, I've got to make a clunking noise now, right, mate. There's no way. Clunk away. I've got to do um, but, but that's like almost like a fermented coleslaw, mate. And I reckon I could get behind that. I'm not sure I could get behind no. coleslaw. No, fermented. I like coleslaw nice and fresh and crunchy. Yeah, well, I reckon it would be fresh and crunchy fermented. That's the thing, you see? Maybe. No, I'll, I'll, I'll have a little go. All right, well. So, I'll, I'll let like, you know if I do. If like I say, mate, I'll try anything once. Yeah. Fermented coleslaw or what have you. Yeah. There you go, mate. You're in. Nice one. I'm hoping um, there's going to be some drill bits. But any, anything else you've been up to you want to mention, mate? Or are we, are we done with that? Um, well, it's been a couple <clears> of weeks, but... There's been... I've been not... As far as food production goes, that's probably about it. But <clears throat> one of the things I have been doing is getting out and about and getting my knowledge of wildflowers up and mm. walking around and seeing, like, you know, different areas where in the summer... Or in the spring, there'll yep. be some harvest, you yep. know. And that is one, I know I hark on about that quite a lot, but I would encourage people to get out and into their locality and don't just think about what you can grow. Well, I was going to say, I think if we were going to do it, and I don't know if we will today, but if we were to do a section on what we should be doing now, mm. foraging some elderflowers this weekend and making some elderflower yeah. cordial should be yeah. very high on your list as far well, as Well, we can definitely do a little bit of that, yeah. can't we? Because I wouldn't want people to miss it for the one of not hearing it for the next three or four weeks. So. All right. There's nothing to stop us talking about a few oh. things like that, is there, really? Um, well, do you want to take a short break there and come back and do that then, shall well, we? Well, I'm about to do some screwing, mate. That sounds so. like a plan, <laughs> All right. Okay, we're back. So we're just going to do a quick what you should be doing now, really. What you should So we are today, now. as we're recording, the 23rd of May, 2022. And what's nice is that there is no, in my opinion, frost is gone. Frost has gone for me, definitely. I don't think we even I'd get one up here. So for I think the most still... people in the southeast 
UK, you'd probably be all right. I think it's still possible a bit further north. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't know enough about that to comment, but look at you, look at your lo local frost dates. Ask people around you to grow stuff because they will know. Um, and obviously for those of you that are still scraping snow off uh, your lawns and your paths yeah, and yeah. everything else, then Different you should probably, move, the world. Move, probably should move further south. Yeah, move down here, yeah. <laughs> My helpful tip of the day. Uh, oh, well done. <laughs> so what you could be doing in the next it's week is a house move, moving, moving out into a nice temperate climate. No, I don't think so. So, uh, but that does make, it does make things a lot easier because um, one of the things that you could be doing now is putting all your tender plants, if they're not out already, they could be going out, couldn't they? Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm not saying that they're not going to feel the effects of the temperature and you no. might have to harden them off a bit yep. but french beans tomatoes even courgettes could be going out yeah chilies pumpkins and no and some of those things now also where you might have had to raise them under glass you could be sowing them direct definitely now. direct so beans and things like yeah. that now without a shadow of a doubt yeah. especially with this weather that we've had yeah where so we are. that's one thing you could yeah. be doing and by hard enough i think we mentioned last time but that's about finding somewhere in your garden that's kind of sheltered yeah that's uh, you know a little bit out of out of the where it might get particularly cold you yeah, know so windy by a wall stuff, particularly yeah. if it gets morning sunshine that's a really great spot yeah so i've got a little patch by my front door where there's a nice bit of wall that gets nice and warm and then the sun comes up and early in the day warms them back up again um, so that's a good spot for hardening them off but any outdoor space you've got will do in a pinch yeah, I think it's right. great. So that's hard enough, but you could be doing, I mean, you can still be sowing everything, Yeah. but I'm going to concentrate on one or two things that I would yeah. say, because the likelihood is if you haven't, you've either sown it already and it's finished or yeah. you haven't done it yet. So I'm yeah. going to talk a bit about cut and come again lettuce. Right, okay. Because I think that, you know, it's what a great plant to yep. put in. So um, maybe to start thinking about doing some more salads. So this is like your mixed leaf or your yeah. like Lola Rosso yeah. Yeah. or salad bowl, they sometimes to be call it. You know, mate, you can grow any lettuce. And just keep picking it, yeah, and yeah. it'll be all right. Yeah. That that yeah. the the, the non-harting varieties, I yeah. think, are probably a bit better. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about plugs or drills or anything like that. Just a pot, and I mean a bucket. Yeah, I sew across the top. Literally, window window boxes. I've talked about it before. I yeah. reckon half a dozen window boxes. They do you not need be self-sufficient. Yeah, it? you should be being self-sufficient. There are some <laughs> things you can get self-sufficient in quite yeah. quickly, aren't yeah, there? Definitely. And for the and for the cost of a few packs of seeds, yeah. you shouldn't be buying lettuce leaves for not the next so much, six seven months. It's really. not so much the cost; it's about the diligence that's yeah. required yeah. of sowing every couple of weeks. Yeah, and, and I would encourage sure people every couple of weeks. I would encourage people to remember that when you're sowing into containers for lettuce it's a waste of money to fill a massive bucket with mm. um compost because the, the roots are never going to go that no, far really down shallow, aren't they? and so i would be thinking you know those mushroom crates yeah they're really good for growing salad mm -hmm. leaf in you have to water them that's the only thing mm -hmm. they dry out a bit yeah. but the other thing i would be thinking about this time of the year if you've grown some salad already is the position because we're getting into the place now it's actually too hot for them to be in the sun all the time yep. i would be thinking about finding maybe that north face of my house yep and i'd move them into that so in my succession plan yeah. they're on the north side of my sweet corn yeah beautiful which solves that problem yeah, yeah. so it's so, another thing to be thinking about and yeah? sometimes if you've got property which is not that you know particularly suited to growing vegetables and you might have a north facing garden earlier in the year you wouldn't have been able to grow lettuces in no. it but now you really can yeah, grow yeah, lettuces yeah. in great it. Time. Yeah, so great you know yeah. it becomes it becomes um you know a really valuable space then. Yeah, so. so so you should be sowing everything you've got. Obviously it's too late now to be doing things like chilies and, and peppers and tomatoes, that's been for a while. But like there's certainly varieties of cabbage and broccoli and obviously your sweet corn still just about and your courgettes. Yeah. 
pumpkins and all those things you can have in your seat tin if you've got a seat tin. I think you'd still get away with onions. They won't get as yeah. big, no. but you could certainly still grow some onions yeah. from sets, but yeah. you might not be able to get hold of them. But I planted them. Well, a lot of places have been selling them off now, mate. Yeah. Real cheap as well. And even if they're starting to sprout a bit, it's yeah. okay, isn't well, you it? Want them, that's what you want them to you do, isn't it? To do, isn't it? You're yeah. probably going to eat them as spring onions rather than as you know bulbed onions, but that's on that, the, It might be a bit dependent on how good the season is, won't yeah, it? Yeah, So yeah. I would definitely do that. Yeah. I would definitely get them in. Um, but um, there are other things that Not too you, late for spuds yet? Not quite? I think you just get away with your main crops with yeah. you. Yeah. Um, and... And if you can't find seed potatoes and you really want to grow potatoes, just plant some potatoes from the supermarket. Yeah. I think you'll be surprised. I think if you, with potatoes, it's probably pretty safe because the chances are they're British grown anyway. Yeah. If you're going to go and do something similar with things like onions and garlic, which theoretically is possible, you might not find they're British grown. Therefore, the Gar varieties might I, be more suited I, to a different I don't farm. know anywhere that sells British grown garlic. No. Supermarket wise no. anyway. So I would definitely think about sowing, but yeah. Concentrate on some of those things that you can do for for not a lot of input and mm. would have quite a big effect on you, you know what I mean? And we talked well, a lot about herbs last week and yeah. I've been out and bought some herbs actually. Okay. Um just because I wanted to do that little Chantel project, which is my next build after this. Mm. Uh, that's what that's for, that oh, timber okay. there. Yeah. Look at them. Lovely bits of food. <laughs> They're um floorboards out of the okay. shop. Yeah. But I thought that would look quite arty with the old chalk. On it, oh, yeah, writing yeah. what that what the herbs are on there. Oh, mate. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah see what we did there. Yeah, should have been in the arts. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to suggest that you should be keeping on top of your weeds. Yeah, in a big way because weeds really quickly will take over. Yeah, and if you're regularly and by regular I mean at least once a week getting out there with your hoe. Yeah, and just hoeing off the tops of the whole of your bed, just save yourself a whole oh, load of effort. Cool. Later will on. Yeah, will ya? Will so ya? So really, because yeah, whilst everything call. else is really shooting up, so are the weeds. So yeah. keep on top of that. Uh, and likewise, keep on top of like if you've got tomatoes and sprouting broccolis and things like that, that need a bit of support, get the support in before they need it. Yeah. So make sure that you know if you're going to plant stuff out, plant it out with support if you can, or very shortly afterwards yeah, get the support in. It becomes tricky. Otherwise, it falls over. And I've had problems plenty of times where you get your purple sprouting broccoli, which is supposed to grow nice and straight, and it kind of is a bit wonky to one side, and then it gets in the way of the plant next to it. Yeah. Yeah, and then you get know. problems with the pests and everything else, and it's just easier if you just stake it properly in the first place, oh, save yourself a load of hassle. So that's definitely a job that you yep. can be doing now. Um, there's a lot of wildflowers out now as well, so you should be could be going out and looking and seeing what's what's coming and stuff like that. And that might not necessarily be in for eating, but we've got some people who are quite into um, herbal remedies and stuff mm -hmm. like that, haven't we? And yep. um, all of that, you know, the hedgerows where I live are absolutely chocking now. That everything's coming up. Yeah. Um, you can still pick. Jack in the hedge, you know, garlic and stuff yeah. like that. But the, but the nettles are really up now. It's yeah. looking really nice. Yeah. So looking you could really be making um, making nettle tea. I think we mentioned that yeah. before. Yeah. And new nettle tea, which is another one that's something worth looking up if you yeah. haven't done that before. Yeah. Um, which is just a way of you making yourself like basically a little a little compost bomb. Yeah. You can then just pop into a pot and soak it and use that. So um, but if definitely getting on the elderflower. If you've never done any foraging, that's the one to do for me. Because yeah, the return on that is almost immediate and yeah, it's so good. And it's lovely, isn't it? So good. Elderflower cordial. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, I really like the down. I actually think I've got some from last year still that I managed to keep. Oh, right. Which, is it I'm all not... right? Yeah, I think it is. Which is unusual, isn't it? I was quite surprised myself. Yeah, because yeah, it, it hasn't got doesn't, a great shelf life. It doesn't normally keep well, but I think... You're a very sterile, man. Well, very I? sterile. <laughs> yeah, thanks, mate, yeah. I think that's a compliment. <laughs> but I've got it in You're, the fridge. I don't look at you and think uh, bacteria. No, no. <laughs> It's been in the fridge the whole time, right? So I think that makes a difference. 
Not, but, in, the, not but, in the same fridge that your cheese is in, is it? No, no. no. <laughs> That's why it's going off. No, no. I'll tell you what I am going to do. I think is what, what I have got left, I'm probably going to ferment now. Go on. I'll probably take that whatever elderflower cordial is left. Yeah. And I'll probably make fresh and ferment. Well, if there's anything left from last year, ferment it. Yeah, that's a good call. And make some wine or some champagne out of it. And that's the other thing you can be doing with your elderflowers if you like a bit of fermentation is making some elderflower champagne. Oh, Classic yeah, recipe. I'm not sure that goes there. No, I mean, it's... It, foraging is, a, you know, it, it, for for some people, like myself included, it, it it's just part of the growing. Yeah. It's like kind of like... It's, it's just part of that whole cycle, I think it's an it? essential part of a small space growing. And I know Carl and Self-Sufficient Up have been talking about this a lot, a lot lately. Are they? Well, he's moved back into a house much more like mine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so his garden's not dissimilar to mine from what I can see on the videos. Yeah. yeah. Slightly different shape, but I think the, the floor space is very similar. Because I'm pretty sure yeah. the world <laughs> is bigger than my allotment. Are you <laughs> so sure? There's, so there's more chance that there's more food out there. Really? Yeah. That's an amazing, that's a revelation, mate. I'll say what, mate, it's taken years, that. Yeah, you should start but a yeah, So you've got to think about the bounty that's yeah. out there, as Definitely. well as what you can grow. It's yeah. just, and there's so much we could use, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. If you're going to go foraging, definitely recommend getting yourself a really good guide, but definitely yeah. recommend watching lots of videos yeah. and really avoiding anything that might kill you. But elderflowers ain't going to kill you. No, um, just making sure you get the right plant and you're getting them. But it's really hard not to find it, to recognise elderflower from just from the smell and the yeah. way they look. It's really yeah. simple. So... Find yourself a good identif identification set up yep. and go and have a look for some of those and make something with those. It'll be a really good shout, I think. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. So other than that, what else have I been doing? If, you've, if you're a poultry keeper, you might find now that you're entering that kind of broody phase mm -hmm. with your chickens. So there are lots of different methods of discouraging broodiness if you want to. But it might be an opportunity for you to set some eggs under your own poultry if you've yep. got some. Um, quail, a bit more tricky to get, get going, but mm. um, the fertility is lovely at the moment yeah. so you could be taking your eggs and incubating them out yeah. and then replenishing your stock that's yeah. something that i'd be thinking about doing now if yeah. my next year for my yeah. birds yeah so you could definitely be doing that it's funny enough it's not a bad time to get poultry either because you, yeah. you you're right in on that lay time so yeah. if you've thought about getting poultry or even quail you'll find that the the first sort of flush of birds that would become available people to buy have gone now yeah but there, there's the next lot coming, isn't yeah. there? That sec, second lot coming. But, but so. be, bear, bear in mind, they've got an expensive. They have got really pricey, Mate, haven't they? I'll tell you what. Yeah, what, you, what would you reckon you'd be paying now? Depends what you get. So it's going laying hybrids then. So you're looking at between 20 and 30 quid wow. for a laying for a laying hybrid. That's gone up a It's gone up almost doubled, I would suggest, yeah. Is that how much they are in, locally then? So Yeah, so I was looking at because I'm planning on getting a couple, okay. right? I'm going to wait till payday, but I'm going to get a couple. I'm... Uh, <laughs> And I was looking at it and it's just don't get any out because I've got a friend oh, okay. who's got loads. All right, of them. okay. But I was just looking at it, just going, I could do with a couple that lay different colours to what yeah, I've got. Okay. Yeah. So I'm trying to introduce two new birds this year. Yeah. Because I want to try and keep. I didn't have enough eggs through the winter last year, but I keep in fresh stock in now. I can yeah. keep that. Yeah. And resolve that to a degree. Okay. And so I wanted to just get and ideally get different colours to what I lay. So I've been looking at it, but to get the obviously the more exotic coloured eggs. Well, if you I can get quid a bird. I can get you some birds which will lay white eggs. Perfect. Dark. Dark brown eggs. Perfect. Look at that. Blue eggs, green eggs. Green or... eggs, that'll do. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Job done. And they're 15 quid. Okay. All right. Well, I'll have a couple of those. Okay, mate, that's all right. And that's from a friend who's doing them in quite big numbers. Jobs are good. Yeah. yeah and um, you can go and choose them yourself. Amazing. Yeah. Right. That's definitely sure details off that. Yeah, in a minute. We could certainly sort that out. Um, so, yeah, so that's, that's but one you could thing. Be, you could be getting it. And 
you, you do sometimes find still that you can buy birds um, which are a bit scraggy and scruffy, the scruffy and they birds sometimes, we about last time, sometimes they have those, but I haven't seen those advertised. But everyone, you, you'd be surprised how many local poultry producers there are actually when you go on mm. to um, web and well, I found the new one, right? Go on, it's a new one down at Whitesmith, which okay. is not too far from where you work now. No, it's not. Um, and there's someone, a smallholder, yeah, that's doing it for sale, obviously, yeah. obviously, yeah. but they've only got limited stock. Yeah, but then they were charging quite a bit, but they were doing some slightly different, like marin type, you know, with the really dark, dark eggs yeah, and that kind of yeah. thing. So it was quite interesting, but it, you know, again, it's not cheap. No, it's not, you know. No, okay, well, not like when I got into it. Well, well, I'll try and sort those out for you. you and mate. and yeah, like cheers. I say to people, um, you know, getting yourself sorted with your poultry housing and stuff like that. We might talk about that in a minute, but um, well, we talked about that last time, didn't we? And I think what we established and what we've established subsequently in the Facebook group is that there are many, many ways to get free poultry housing. Yeah. It's just about having a bit of time to go yeah. and get it yeah. and put it up and maybe maybe you know tidy it up a bit and yep. sort out and repair it and whatever, but it can be done. And so anybody could be keeping chickens in their back garden as long or, as you're allowed to. Or quail. Or, or quail yeah. for almost no start-up cost. It's incredible, isn't it? It's like when the, what, you, what you put, I mean, that thing you did last time, that little exercise we did last time, mm. I was blown away, mate. We got in yeah. there for, for nothing, basically, wasn't it? I mean, you know. Almost spent the money because you felt obliged to spend it by the looks of it. Unbelievable, mate. <laughs> Got it. Unbelievable. Yeah. And we, you know, we will come back to that in a minute because I know we talked about doing it, but yeah. we, we haven't talked about it. But we'll do that in the next yeah. section a little and, bit. And yeah. having talked about it, we've also done it because one of the things I did was pick up a window for free. Yeah. yeah which yeah. I, I should tell you is about four foot. Okay. About two and a half foot. That's quite a big it's solar a Big old. Yeah. It might be a bit too big for a solar nah, right. Well, where are we going to keep that? I don't know, but we could always it's take... It's literally a conservatory. It's, it's, <laughs> but it's, it's a, like, it, was a, it was a bathroom window or something oh, similar yeah. to that. Like, okay. um, So you could potentially take out the glass, yeah, the bigger glass panel. Might do that. And I'll then just use that. But I'll anyway, look at it. But yeah. I'll take out the farm. Yeah, take out the farm. We'll have a look at it at some point. We're going to make it. Um, but anything else you could be doing? Um... So much, mate. Too much. Too much to keep yeah, up with it. Yeah, I know everyone's at different parts of their journey, so yeah. I'd like to just think, you know, people, you could be starting out with your poultry. Or I think netting your fruit. If you haven't netted yeah. your fruit, you need to net your fruit. Yeah. Well, Likewise, your brassicas. Mm. Um, otherwise, you won't see any of either of those. So yeah. just protect them from those predators that would, would take them instead of you getting them. Um, I think that's about it, mate. That's, yeah. I'm sure there's loads of other stuff people could be doing, but that's plenty to be getting on with. So we'll take another break. Absolutely, certainly. And we'll come back and we'll talk about something else. Yeah, money. Money. <laughs> okay, and we're back, and, and we wanted just to, to sort of jump on the back of some stuff we said last time, didn't we, really? Because I think that really got people thinking, and we got quite a bit of interaction yeah. in the group about, you know, the sort of starting up homesteading for, with 50 quid. Yeah. And then I think the one thing that came out of it for me was that it was really clear that 50 quid was way too much. Mate. Right from the outset. I think... I'd totally overpitched that. Yeah. And and I know that, you know, let's hand on heart, we're we're, we're in a good position, aren't yeah. we? We've got some disposable income yeah. and things like yeah. that. And it does depend, doesn't it, on where you're at in your journey and your life and how much disposable income you've got. And it's always that really nice kind of balance, isn't it, about, you know... Can is it a hobby or am I doing it more as a lifestyle yeah. or am I doing it more because I want to kind of, you know, I'm more concerned about the quality of what I'm having. Mm. But for me, and I'm you know I'm not going to pretend I'm anything other than a middle class chap. Mm. There has to be an element of 
doing it because I, I need to do it, mm. you know, and doing it not just because it's better quality and things like that, but there might be people out there who really need to grow things, and especially in this current climate. I think, I think it's really apparent that there are like many, many people that yeah. need to grow in order to get by. And I think that one of the things that, that really has sort of hit home for me is seeing some of the comments made by, you know, not to get political about it, but some of our politicians. Yeah. You know, and it's almost the let them eat cake kind of scenario, isn't it? And, yeah. and um, you know, to people talking about trying to create meals for 30p. Yeah. And stuff like that, which, you know, I, 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 I certainly, I, hand on heart and, you know, honestly, never even crossed my mind. Yeah. how bad it had gotten for some people. Yeah. And so I think, you know, that's the first thing to say. And and, and then to piggyback on the back of that, yeah. that I'm not going to pretend to those people that I've got any answers or that I'm an expert. No, because we're not experts. Because I'm not. I'm and not. We, and we've, not, we've not been in that no, situation. I've been really. in that situation for for a while. Yeah. Yeah. When, my, when my kids were little, we struggled. You know, we used to go shopping on not very much. Yeah. And certainly when I was a student, I did it a lot. But that's, yeah. you know, yeah. as a working adult, it's not, you know, I've been fortunate enough to be in a job that... I've been able to do yeah what I don't want this to come across as at all and this is really important is I don't want any kind of I don't want I don't want us to almost slip into that kind of we know anything better than because no. I certainly don't no no, <laughs> Without no a shadow. I'm not even going to pretend that I know more <laughs> I might have some ideas that might help or or that that what what I think is better because no. it's definitely not that no, either. No, no. <laughs> but, but if but, people are interested to hear what we do and how we do it and why we do it, then that's fair enough. And, but, and, and I've, I've got also, again, cards on the table. I've always said from the start, and people that have listened to this from the beginning will know that I don't grow it to save money. No. I grow to get a better quality product. Yeah. I would then, I would then use. I wouldn't go and buy it because I, yeah. you know, I wouldn't and be I, unnecessary. And we are different it, about that because yeah. I do grow to save money. Yeah. I grow to save money and yeah. I grow... And I and I like closing those circles of yeah. things that I would have to buy otherwise. Yeah. And the more of those I can shut, the better I feel about yeah. it. And some of that comes from a, some of that comes from a money place, but some of it comes from a wanting to know how to do it and linking back to the yeah. past and having those skills and all of those things that we've yeah. talked about before. But you know, it, it was really important at the beginning to to say that this is not, this is just about sharing what we do. It's not about preaching or telling people sharing, sharing some ideas that will help people save a few quid here and there and that might be a huge amount of money to some people and recognizing that that's the case isn't it yeah and, and, I think, and there is also on the back of that some some of the things aren't going to become expensive only and i do believe this i actually some things might not become available completely and, and i think that that's the side of it you know because on the back of the ascending costs of food and transportation and petrol and you know costs of delivery and all of that it might be that some things which we're used to having mm. in our society we can't have yep. for a bit because yep. of the cost implications yep. and so yep. um so it might be that if you you know if you really want a certain kind of crop or something like that maybe maybe this is a way maybe of being able to be crop, self-sufficient yeah. Yeah. doing it yourself so one of the things that obviously we we spoke last time about the 50 quid and like i said at the beginning it was really clear that i'd over pitched that it was too much if i, I could probably gone with 20 quid or 10 quid and it probably would have been enough to get started wouldn't it on some projects it would have and and what it made me realize is about those two things that i've spoke to you about which yeah. suddenly become so important and i hadn't clocked it right i hadn't clocked it but every episode we probably talk about it and mm. and that is the ability to find things for free yeah or at much reduced rate because they're second hand yeah and if you haven't got a mobile phone or, yeah. or the internet capacity to browse the internet and 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 you know use that 
and you haven't got a car mm. to go and get things or some form of transportation, a lot of avenues actually are shut. Yeah. You know, and I didn't really clock that until I started thinking about, you know, it's all very well us saying go and buy some pallets or yep. look on Facebook and get a free greenhouse or you can find tools for really cheap at your boot fair. Yeah. If you can't get to those places, mm. it becomes tricky. Mm. And so looking at the most cost-effective way to run a vehicle, looking at the most cost-effective form of mobile phone, mm. suddenly that takes on a greater significance if what you're doing is about money. Mm. And, you know, I can only say that I don't, you know, I used to run a really big car, when I when I had a better paid job, yeah, and now I don't, yeah, I'm you know I'm using a really small domestic vehicle, yeah. you know, tiny little one, yeah. and that's that's because petrol's expensive. Yeah, that's why I did yeah. it. But it doesn't mean that I can't get things in it. You know, yeah. I can get a pallet in it if I take put the seats <laughs> really? down. Really? Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. And and what's the worst going to come out? I'm going to chop a pallet in half. And yeah, get yeah, it, yeah, and then get you it, know, yeah. or get some small pallets because yeah. they are different sizes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's so much that that yeah. little tiny car gives me just that ability to go mm. and go around and get things and obviously if you're using facebook marketplace and you know free cycle or or your um you know your local boot fair to get things that ability to go out and find tools and find plants you name it mm. becomes open to you um the I, I don't claim to know a lot about cars i never have but um, i did look at the cheapest mobile phone deal you can get yeah that i could find um, and that is, you know, certainly signing a contract um, with someone like Tesco. Yeah. For me, I looked at that, and their base, their base rate is seven fifty for the phone. Yeah. And for the and for the um, that's per month. Mm. Um, and then and then I looked to see, well, what's the cheapest deal for broadband for my home? Yeah. Um, and you might that, that you might not want to have a tele, an actual landline and telephone mm. and all that in your house with mm. broadband set up. And so then you have to look at what your signal's like. And for some people in a really urban environment, they might not need that. No. They might rather pay the extra money on their data bundle yeah. and get a bigger data bundle, just have yeah. a mobile, yeah. you know, and, and that's fine. That's, yeah. The minimum I could find it for was about £16 okay. for a month. Yeah. And that's with all your Wi-Fi and broadband and yeah. everything like that. So then you're looking at, a, you know, maybe like kind of a combined total of about £23, £24. Yeah. So you're looking at about £6 a week yeah. for a phone. Yeah. And the data to use the phone at home and out, yeah. and 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 factoring that in, I don't think that's it. it kind of works out a pound a day. Yeah, yeah. That's so it could, it so you know, hopefully, it can be done for most people. They'd be in a position where at least somebody in the house can have one of those. Yeah, that tool available. To yeah, them. and the worst... it is a tool, isn't it? I see my phone as a tool without a shadow of a doubt. And I, and and the yes, and the amount that you can get from it, which will helps, which helps on this journey, yep. is amazing. Yes, because. Because YouTube, uh, everything I know, I've probably learned off that. In terms of value for money, it's off the charts. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And yeah. and then also, if it's not on it, asking about it and yeah. finding out. And, you yeah. know, the, the internet's a wonderful thing. Yeah. I know that I've also spent my last 10 years building up a library. Yeah. Because I don't like to be reliant on the internet. Mm -hmm. And that's all I've got. Yeah. And that also, <laughs> I like reading books. Yeah. Um, and so I've got a library of books, which I've picked up over the years for either nothing or very little which has got information in it yeah and some of it's old-fashioned and mm. things like that but it works and what we're doing it's about as relevant or, as it gets one or two gardening books on veggie growing mm. is all you actually need yeah. you don't need millions of them no. um, and maybe saying on carpentry and doing up your home and yeah. stuff like that and they're all 
you know, I mean, second-hand books these days are so reasonable, aren't they? And so I wanted to start with that before we actually talk about okay. specifics because I think that a lot of the things we're going to go on to discuss in this pro in this little program and later on, mm. we might we might say, oh, you know, use it or check this out, or that. Mm. but we didn't want to make an assumption that everyone was in that position. No, and we wanted to make it clear we weren't make, we were trying not to make that assumption, but obviously no. our our views are judged by our experiences, yeah. aren't they? You know, the way we look at things. Yeah. So and, and just trying to have an awareness of the fact that other people are in different situations. To One us. thing I did do on Facebook Marketplace <clears throat> mm. is um you can obviously say the radius that you want to receive notifications from. Yep. And I've shrunk that down to two miles. Have you really? Yeah. And and <clears throat> believe me where I live, there's not a there's one town within that. It's, yeah. It's probably about three mile in it. Yeah. Um, but it's not a big town, is it? No. Heatfield, no. where I live, no. close to that's my local town. Yeah. But that's as far as I go now because okay. I'm interested to see what I get what still. You can get for free in that uh, little. Area. And I'm still getting plenty, yeah, yeah. you know. Mad, I mean, if it? you live in a if you live in a town town, mm. you know, it's yeah. almost too much choice and too much stuff. Yeah. But the other side of having a much smaller radius is that. Um, not, there's not so many people looking for those things. No, okay. And so, yeah. and so, yeah, there's less stuff on there, but there's less people looking at it. Yeah. So it's kind of swings and roundabouts. Yeah. And I've picked up more free stuff and local stuff here yeah. than anywhere else. So feasibly, if you're in a really urban area where there's loads and loads of people, you could pull it down to a mile, and as long as you carry it home, you could walk out and get it. That's what I was just thinking, yeah. yeah. And, you know, there are still people out there, and this is what I like, it was quite refreshing about it. There are still people out there who just want to do other people a good turn. Yeah. And, you know, I've picked up so many tools. Well, I'll tell you what, that, 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 um, the window that I picked up, mm. I went over and it was, there was everyone else I'd looked at was asking for money for their windows. Yeah. This one was free. It was the only yeah. free one I could find on there. A bit of a drive. I had to go yeah. out my way to go and get it. Yeah. But I took a jar of honey for the lady yeah, 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 and yeah. she was made up. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. made Probably, up. Lovely, isn't it? You know, just to be able to say, look, I'm going to turn this into a solar extractor yeah. for my honey. Thank you so much. You know, yeah. it's a nice, nice situation to be able to be in. So, um, but yeah, lots of people looking out to do other people a good turn, and that's really important in this this day oh, and age. It really is, and 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 you'll find that you know, I even had a guy who had a you know battery powered drill, and it was a nice drill, really nice mm. drill, and um, and he said someone gave it to me, oh, right. and I just wanted to give it on to somebody, yeah. and I had it, and now yeah. I've given it to someone oh, else. Yeah. And it's made the world of difference to the person I've given it to, yeah. making their raised beds and yeah. all of that kind of jazz. Yeah. And they and they were finding it really hard without it. Yeah, well, yeah. And, so, so, and suddenly it yeah. becomes something which has changed someone else's experience. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So just before we go on to some real specifics. Okay. You know. All right. Yeah, well, that's that's important thought. to get out of there, definitely. So what I want to talk about today was growing to save yeah. money, right? Growing to save money. And I've spent a lot of time thinking about this. Because it's not something that I do, no, right? Sure. And what I actually... What Your actually, kind of homework, is it? What it was, yeah, it was. And what I actually ended up doing was I ended up going back to why do I do what I do? Mm. What's the reasoning? And, and obviously I know what it is in my head, but to actually sit down and think about it. Yeah. And I kind of I kind of started by splitting up the things that we can grow into into categories, which yeah. is the categories I largely use for my rotation. So it's roots, yeah. fruits, legumes, and leaves. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. And on top of that, salads, because they're kind of a separate... Thing of their own for me, they're leaves, but they're kind of separate, right? Okay, yeah. So, the roots obviously is your root vegetables, carrots, spuds, parsnips, leeks, all those sorts of things. Okay, onions I've included in that as well. Fruits is obviously fruit and things, tomatoes, courgettes. I put sweet corn in there as well, yeah. and pumpkins, and then legumes, obviously peas and beans, and then your leaves really is pretty much your brassicas. Okay, so I've included broccoli in that because although you don't eat the leaves, it's kind of leafy vegetable, yeah. Yeah? yeah. And then obviously salads as your salad bits, and, and then I've added herbs as a separate one. Okay? okay, and I started just by going down through like listing some of the things that I grow, mm. 
and then thinking about well, why don't why do I why do I or do I not grow those particular yeah. things, right? So I just made a little note to myself, you know, what, what, what do I think about growing peas? Mm. I don't bother growing peas. Because? I can't grow enough of them. They take up a lot of space. They take up a lot of space. I can't cup enough, keep up with them. And to buy them frozen, they're just about as good as my fresh ones, mm. near enough. And they're really cheap. They are cheap. Yeah, they? I can buy a bag of frozen peas mm. for 55p in Audi. Yeah. Right? I can't grow a bag of frozen peas. No. Very easily. So that doesn't make any sense to me. So I've just gone down and made a list like that. So are you have you got a have you got a thing where you you're thinking about what you eat first? Always, always. Yeah. No point in growing something I don't eat. Which right. is why I don't often grow much chard or spinach. Yeah. I did look. I did this year. Yeah. Largely, I think because you gave me some of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and actually, I enjoyed having it in the spring, so I probably will grow a little bit again this yeah, year. Yeah, I really enjoy the chard. It's yeah. funny, isn't it? It's yeah. something you don't. You I don't really, it's I, when you need it. It's there. <laughs> I, I I do like chard. You yeah. know. But I don't have much use for child. No, no. But then it encourages me to find a use for it, which is yeah. which was fine. Um, so I've just gone down literally thinking about all the things that I, a lot I'm likely to think about growing. So all your bog standards, you know, your carrots and your, pea, your peas and your spuds and your onions and all that. But then also obviously the sprouting broccolis and the kales and the cavolo nero and all those other things that are a little bit more, um, you know, not quite and so I staple. Think, and I think my outlook is different to yours. Mm. Well, we know it is. Yeah. But but mine is. Even though they might be cheap, if I use them every day, yeah, I want to grow them. So I can't grow enough peas if I and no, I do use them most but days. I don't right? eat peas every day. <laughs> no, we, I mean our house we often do right. Yeah. And the same with broccoli, like yeah. calabrese. We eat calabrese in our house nearly every day. Well, I cannot no, even no begin chance. to grow enough to cover that. So there's no point me growing any at all. That's that's and it can be a bit hit and miss as well. So that's the way I started, and then yeah. I was like, well, okay, so so which ones are essential? Yeah. So I started to tear them. Yeah. So I tiered them and I went, well, which ones do I have to grow every year? Right, right, okay. The ones that for me are like, why would you not? Yeah. Right? And I made a list of those, what they were. Okay, go on then. You want to hear my list? So and this is and go this on. is and this is to save we are talking about money here, aren't we? We're Definitely talking about I, the cost of saving about, money. It's for me it was about cost efficiency. Yeah. And about value for bang for your buck, if you like. Yeah, and I think that that's you know? important, isn't it? So, for example, for me, tomatoes were right at the top of the list. Yeah, because you can't grow anything better than a fresh tomato. No, and they won't be at the top of everyone's list, though. No, because tomatoes are cheap. They are, but they're not nice. <laughs> but good tomatoes aren't cheap. <laughs> no, and and, and you know yourself, you go in the supermarket and you go and try and buy some vine tomatoes. Yeah. To buy five or six tomatoes on the vine as if that's something really clever. Because yeah. that's how they were grown, right? Yeah. They, you know, they didn't put them on the vine and yeah. stuck them on. That's how they grow, you know. To buy five or six of those big tomatoes, and they might be very nice tomatoes at the right time of year, but you're still looking at over a pound. I doubt it. I, 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 they're not as good as ones I, I can grow. I'm telling you fact. I've yet to have a good tomato bought in a supermarket. Well, that's because there aren't any. That's no. my point. It's just in terms of bang for your buck, tomatoes are top so value. T- tomatoes are a good crop to grow. Tomatoes for me, sugar yeah. snap. And what? But you know, let's talk about tomatoes for a moment. Is that? Just getting a tomato plant, putting it in a pot and having it in your garden, though, is probably not going to give you what you need, is it? You're no. talking about growing quite a lot. Yeah. You've also got a certain amount of infrastructure to grow good tomatoes. I have got a certain amount of infrastructure to grow good tomatoes, but I reckon you could do it with a lot less, and you could certainly do it with I things do. we've found on Facebook Marketplace I, recently. I do it with a lot less, don't I? Yeah, you do. Yeah. And I grow not as many tomatoes as you, but I grow <clears throat> cherry tomatoes in my plastic greenhouse. Yeah. And I get hundreds and hundreds and yep. hundreds and hundreds yep. and hundreds, yep. and they and they are superior to anything yep. I've ever eaten out of. And I would market. I would venture to suggest to you that if you did it outside, yeah, in your little setup you've got here with the t- the little yeah. sun trap that they're in anyway, yeah. 
I would suggest you'd still get a good crop off of those, yeah. even outdoors. Yeah, maybe. The only the only bit where people You're would struggle. You're weather dependent, though, aren't you? Yeah, the only, the only bit where people. Yeah, you are, and then obviously life right. dependent and, and those sort of risks. But you still got that anyway. I've still yeah. got that. I still face yeah. those every year. I've got solutions to them, but yeah. I still face it. Um, but I would suggest the only issue that people that if you're really like, if we're talking about 30p a day for your dinner yeah. and all you've got is enough to buy a packet of seeds, yeah. the only bit you're going to find difficult is that bit from sort of April yeah. where there's a risk that it's going to be frosty outside. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't keep them indoors, but they're then too big to be indoors, so what are you going to do with them? That's the bit that's difficult with tomatoes for people that are, that, you know, that are really struggling in that front. Um, but if you've got any kind of outdoor covered space, one of those the four tier grow mm. things you yeah. know what yeah, yeah that'll yeah, do yeah. it yeah that'll absolutely. do it yeah and framing that face marketplace pick yourself up a second hand greenhouse cover it in polythene yeah they're, cheap, you know. they're free to yeah. dismantle one and the chances are it's got most of the glass in there and horticultural yeah. glass is not expensive surprisingly and, and, and even if you have to <clears> just put <throat> cardboard or board in it at the beginning yep. it will still work it will still do the job it needs to do as long as some of it's glass, glass absolutely yeah, yeah. so your, fir <clears> your first <throat> one would be tomatoes wouldn't it yeah yeah Without a shadow of doubt, it's the king of homegrown yeah. Yeah. for me. For you. I, th I don't know what mine would be if I had to just choose one thing. Well, the, the reason I've gone with that is that it, you get fresh tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can make ketchup. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. preserve it, make pasta. You can freeze them. Mm. You can bottle them. You can can them. They're so versatile. Yeah. You can turn them into pizzas. You can turn them into pasta sauce. Yeah. Turn them into ketchup. You yeah. can eat them fresh. You can turn them into salads. There's so many things you can do with them, and there's not many other vegetables that you will grow. No. Or you're going to get that level of versatility. No, yeah, and no, maybe <coughs> I. And I suppose if I, if I could only grow one thing, mm. I'd probably grow potatoes. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I could only grow one thing, I probably would grow spuds. Yeah. yeah. Only because it's like, well, I've got dinner and I. Yeah, yeah. All of it. Where, <laughs> Even if I serve a jack potato every yeah. day, I'm, yeah. I'm all right. Whereas for me, yeah. they were towards the bottom of my list. Yeah. Because perhaps coming from my situation, yeah. I'm looking at it going, well... I know you can buy them. I can buy a sack of spuds yeah. for about nine quid. Yeah. 25 kilos of spuds. Yeah. Again, I'm going to grow, if I'm lucky, if I grow 50 kilos of spuds in the yeah. space that I've got in the year, and I can buy two sacks of spuds for 18 quid. Yeah. But to it's me, just different mindset, it's, it's it? It's different mind and it? And, you know, it's a decision you have to make. And for me, when I was looking at this, it's kind of... I'm looking to grow to get efficiency. Yeah. To, to add to mm. the things that I'm going to consider to yeah, be staples. Yeah, okay. because whereas, I'm, whereas, I'm, whereas I'm like, I'm growing it all. You're going to grow the staples, aren't yeah. you? I, I knew this is where well, it was going to go. Well, maybe. Maybe. Because we'll I see. know what my second one is already. Go on, do your second one. <laughs> my, then you go, go on. my second one's French beans. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Okay, let me have a look. at my little, I've got my little book out here. I did some proper homework on this. It's really, really unusual Definitely for me. French beans. So, so great money saving Yeah, and that's on my why, list. Yeah. And... That oh. green food. Yeah, they're on there. They're, I know yeah. I know you'd have them. Yeah, beans, all types as well. Yeah. So not just green beans, but runner beans, particularly yeah. borlotti beans. Yeah. I really like those because, yeah. again, you get the fresh beans in the summer and the store over winter. And, and I think the return on what you pay out is huge. Massive. You know, yeah. the return on what you pay out is yeah. huge. I, I would even, you know, I know it's going to flip, flip, flip your page around, but I'd put courgettes in the same bracket. Yep. So it's courgettes and French beans. Yep. I don't think there's many things where you only need a small amount to get a huge return. Yeah. And and they're easy to grow. That's the other side of it. And the other thing with courgettes is, again, they're pretty versatile. Yeah. So there's lots of things you can do with courgettes. Yeah, and you can make them into chutneys and yeah. pickles and yeah. all those other things. So, again, yeah. really, you get you get for one crop, 
lots of different products. Yeah, and they are very prolific, aren't they? They really are. They really are prolific. Yeah. And yeah. and if you if you're if you're in a very small space, mm. the the you know the potatoes you can't grow enough of. No, but I would be looking for ways to grow up. courgettes and beans first, probably. Yep, and you can grow enough of those. You probably could, and tomatoes as well, probably. Now tell me though, while we're on, the, just to digress slightly, courgettes in your polytunnel. Have you put any in there? Ten. <laughs> I can't wait to see how many you get off of that. That's only half of them, mate. <laughs> That's going to be fun. Going to put some outside as well. Oh, I've, got, I've got two here. I'm so looking forward to seeing how many get in the in the polytunnel. I'll be giving them away. Oh, so anyway, so I, I then went through like and did a tier kind of a tier system of yeah. ones that I definitely would grow, ones that I'd like to get some of if mm. I could. And then ones that I'd only do if everything else was covered. Okay. All right, that's why I did it. And then I then I went through and went, well, which are the ones that I've got are the best value for money? Yeah. All right. And and I sort of ranked them as too cheap to bother. Yeah. And great great money yeah, saving. Go on. Let's do your ones. So my money saving ones. Oh, tom- look, look at the top three there. Tomatoes, courgettes, and beans. <laughs> yeah. Funnily enough, yeah. Sprouting broccoli. Yeah. Just because the cost of it. So I wouldn't buy sprouting broccoli. It's too expensive. No, to buy. I wouldn't buy it. Either. Right. But. It's an amazing crop. I love eating it, mm. and I can grow it really cheap because sprouting broccoli seeds are really cheap. Really and although cheap. I need a bit of space outside and protection, and a bit of protection, you've got to have protection. You've got to have protection with those. Um, so you've got to think about how you're going to do that. But mm. you could feasibly do that with some canes, yeah, and some twine and a bit of net. Which and again, my, you know. my, funny, my four, my fourth <laughs> would be salad. I haven't done them in any particular order. Yeah, but you I got have got sal- salads on there. That would, types. that would definitely be my number four. It's a massive money saver again, isn't it? It's a huge money saver, and it and <laughs> unlike broccoli, you know, if you've if you've got limited space, broccoli takes up a lot of ground for a lot of time. Yep. Whereas salad is like the almost opposite, bosh, isn't bosh, it? Bosh, bosh, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And actually, I, I said earlier, I reckon six window boxes. You'd be, I'd be bunging everything everywhere. I'd be everywhere, every yeah. shoe box and yeah. like tin can. I'd be yeah. filling it yeah. up with something, wouldn't you? Yeah, buckets, whatever. But self, yeah. you could be self-sufficient in in salad if you sowed every couple of weeks. Easy. I think you really could. Yeah. And then and then you're talking about you're talking about nearly eating that every day. Yeah. Because, you know. Yeah. Um, and obviously, salad leaf doesn't have m- m- much in the way of preserving it you, no. you know it's, it's got a very definite season but there are salad leaves which will grow with a minimal bit of protection through the winter yeah. and they you know they don't grow in in the winter but they survive you can take a certain amount yeah. of crop off but yeah. i would definitely definitely have them up the top there yeah definitely have them up the top so then there. i've got the cavolo nero for the same reason as the sprout and broccoli so that yeah. dark, that that kale yeah the same reason again i wouldn't buy it and I don't, and I that wouldn't even be on my list. See, for me, it's really prolific again, and again, it's a relatively versatile mm. vegetable. So you can use it as a cabbage, but you can also put it into soups and stews. Yeah, and you know, or you can steam it so like a spinach. Hell of a vitamin boost as well. Yeah, yeah, really, really good. So that's on there for me. Um, and then I've got the the beets. I've got beetroot, mm. but also spinach and chard. Yeah, and spinach and chard just for the quantities that you can grow. Yeah, can be absolutely vast. I think I think chard is an incredible vegetable. Yeah, actually. it really is. Yeah, and it's very good for you. And beets and the beetroot again because it's a double crop. Yeah. You've got the leaves and the root. Yeah, yeah. So I'd have the turnips in there as well because even though they're not everyone's <laughs> favourite food, I would encourage everyone to give them another try if you've yeah. never had them. And I actually think a lot of people have never actually even eaten a turnip. No, no. but what you can do is you get a double crop there, but mm-hmm. you get you get a, you get a brassica. But I think it's a little bit easier than a leafed brassica. Yeah. Yeah. I think you get a return. You get that cabbagey flavour. You yeah. get that. That's that really of, quick, isn't it? As well. Oh my! It's mad yeah. quick. You yeah. know, like almost like radish quick, yeah. isn't it? 
Um, and then obviously the Oregon Sugar Pod. Yeah. Just for that again, value for money, like the quantities you can get off of that. That is one hell of a crop. Like literally for the time it's in season, which is only a short season, but for three or four weeks you'll be eating that every day. Yeah, and there's nothing to stop you from growing more than one lot of it, is no. there? You know, and and with that particular variety, although I don't know how that would work. What's that? Well, you can save seed from Oregon Sugar Pod. Yeah. But I don't. It's just saying I've never tried. I don't know how quick you have to sow it. I don't know. I don't know what happens. As in, if you got it and then sowed the seeds, you yeah, just saved. It's got to be next year. Got to dry it? out. Surely it's got first. to be next year, isn't it? I don't know about necessarily next. No, I don't. Oh. I don't know. That's an experiment. Yeah. I'd assumed it would have to dry out. So how long would it take to dry it? I don't know. Put it in the sun. Yeah. Put it in a dehydrator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's driving for tomorrow. Drive on tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how quick. Well, it's got to be next year because that's how plants are designed. Normal. Well, no, not all of them are though, are they? Because no, they're multiple. Yeah, nasturtiums don't. Yeah, and I reckon, around. I reckon if you sow, if they were dry enough, you sowed them, they'd sprout. Whether they sprout soon enough for you to get another crop off oh, them is the question. That'd be amazing. That'd be an incredible crop there, wouldn't it? Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, Let's I'll do try it. it. See what happens. Well, right. I'm picking them now. Well, okay, so... so I'll let one go over. And so, uh, I don't think you could have had them any earlier. So well, you probably could have, actually, but... So your, so your homework for the year is yeah. to do that. Um, and then my one concession to spuds. Mm, you've got some there. Salad potatoes. Yeah. Because I think, again, in terms of the value of what you can get to the cost of what it costs to buy in the supermarket... Yeah, I agree. You get a really good return you on You get those. a good return and you don't get blight because they're out of the ground before yeah. you get them. Yeah. So I would definitely say that. And... Even if you've only got containers, you can still grow them in containers quite successfully. Yeah, those are big and nice big containers, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. you know, I can see what that that you've. Some of it's about some of it's about actual cost of what they cost, but have a, the rest of your list is very much about your preference of quality over what you can buy. Some of it is, but it's a bit, what what I was looking at was trying to create a richer tapestry mm. than having carrot spuds and onions, which is what I'm all about. Which is what I was exp- <laughs> I was kind of I kind of preempted that you might go down I, that well, route. You haven't got two of mine, which would definitely be on there, which would be carrots and onions. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think carrots again, carrots for flavour. Definitely get a good homegrown carrot. They're really good, aren't they? Um, yeah, yeah, light and. Not in day. Like, and like a good a good homegrown potato, yeah. especially a salad potato. Yeah. I'm not sure you get the same value out of an onion. No, no, I t- no, I agree. But what I'm not, what I'm looking at is what do I need? Yeah. What do I need? And yeah. and um and I suppose closing the circle on onions and by onions, I mean leeks as well. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I think they're a good crop, mind you. Um. For me, mm. means that I've got the basis in my own power of whole meals yeah you know which which yeah you know maybe they're not as adventurous um and 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 you've got quite you know you haven't got quite got the same amount of scope to do different things mm. but i think quite high on my list as an ingredient it would be would be my herbs they'd be pretty high got up herbs there. in there as well actually yeah, didn't mention yeah. them yeah they'd be pretty high up there <laughs> yeah. because if i'm growing potatoes or i'm growing or i've got some eggs or i'm growing mm. average the herbs really do can take it totally different ways. Well, I, I had I? a salad tonight where I had a few few leaves. Mm. I had some tomatoes and, and a pepper. Mm. That's all I had in the mm. fridge. But I had some basil on the windowsill. Yeah, and, that's... and so I put that in there with a little bit of my homemade cheese. Yeah, and all done. of a sudden I've got a really nice salad. Yeah, a bit yeah. of dressing on it. Done. Really Absolutely. lovely meal out of that. So yeah. definitely. I, and that, that, that was the thought process that I went through doing this. Of yeah. trying to find things that are going to elevate those kind of staple yeah. ingredients to... Something that I'm going to really enjoy yeah. eating, and I might have I might have might slightly missed that because I'm a bit of a foodie, perhaps. 
Yeah, and I and I and I, and I like eating. <laughs> I'm yeah. definitely not. I'm not. I'm not quite got a sophisticated palate. There's something on there that I would have, which you haven't got on there, and it might be that we haven't really talked about it. <laughs> if I was going to go down this route, which I am, mm. probably one of the first things I would do is I would buy an apple tree. Okay. Right. I would. I would get some top fruit yeah. as soon as I could. Yeah. And I would buy it for like eight or nine quid. Yeah, supermarket apple tree. Yeah. And I would get one because I know that in five years, yeah, I'm not going to ever buy an apple. Yeah. Or, or a plum. Yeah. And and I think that the value for money off one top fruit tree is incredible. If yeah. I've got the That's space for it, yeah. I would definitely be getting yeah. an apple first. Yeah. Because I mean they're great, and I, I might even get a Bramley. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not a big dessert eater. No. Uh, but if I've got kids, yeah dessert yeah. and then that's funny enough we've got discovery out the back yeah but a, a good bramley yeah right for all my chutneys and my apple pies yeah. and crumbles and all that and my wine and my honeybee um, blossom and yeah. the other side so i'd get that and then and then my next one would probably be a plum or a gauge okay or something like that so then yeah. i've got a bit of soft fruit a bit of top fruit definitely and on, on the same get... basis then trying to pick up some strawberry plants from the local yeah, like grow, pick your yeah, own yeah yeah, yeah definitely. at the end of the season like we have done before yeah. Is another really good money saver because strawberries, crazy the, money. what they cost to buy, yeah, and the the quality you get out of season is pathetic. So I, I don't eat them. No, I don't eat them no. out of season. But my, so, yeah, my kids will find, sometimes. Find, find it. And if um, you're if you're savvy with your strawberry plants, you can take runners and. Uh, and you never once you buy them, you never buy any no, more ever again. No, no. So but that's top a fruit, good value. Yeah, that's a good shout. I would definitely get the. Top I really fruit like in. that. So you... I'd even be asking for one for Christmas. That's how much well, yeah. I'd say. Yeah. If you want to buy me a really good present for yeah. Christmas, I'd really like an apple tree. Apple tree. Yeah. And, and that's the right time to plant it. And I might even do that this year, yeah. actually. I've got one in my garden. I could do with a... Because in five years, and it's hard to think about, but in five years, you're there, aren't you? I was going to go with a fig tree for the bottom of my garden, but maybe an apple tree is the You are a foodie, aren't you? I know, yeah. <laughs> I get excited when That's the first... To go with your goat's cheese and your honey. I you, know you where know you're that, going mate. with that. Yeah. You know that, yeah. And there's me going for a solid crumble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's us in a nutshell there, mate. Isn't it just... Isn't it just... <laughs> can, you, Al, can you grow custard? That's Ooh. all I want to know. Can you grow custard? <laughs> vanilla pods. I've got chickens, mate. I've got chickens. And, and I'll just go, you know, don't need to worry about the vanilla. There's oh, substitute for vanilla somewhere, I'm sure. But anyway... Um, so that's that's the way I went was just trying to set up something that's going to just ex- ex- make those other things a bit more exciting. But you're thinking of going down the making sure I've got all the staples on it. Mine yeah? is more subsistence. Isn't go on then. Yeah. So go on. What would so you grow I, then? So if you, were... I would definitely grow my potatoes. <laughs> yeah, my potatoes. I'd and be... you would plant potatoes you bought from the supermarket. Potentially, um, if you yeah, to. I think that if you try to create, uh, yeah, no, definitely because yeah. by the time you've bought seed potatoes of yeah. that quantity, you're going to be paying an awful lot that, of money. And that's one of the reasons I steered away yeah. from it is because they're really you know, expensive to get going. I bought, I, I, you know, I, I wasn't paying for them, and we bought a sack of twenty-five kilo sack of spuds to plant. Yeah, and I think it was forty quid. Was it really? Yeah, of seed certified seed potato, something like that. How many spuds can you buy for forty quid? Quite a lot. A lot. Yeah, quite a lot. It might have been more than 40, 40, 25 kilo, but it was a it was it was a huge sack. Might just be cheaper to buy spuds, isn't it? Um, I I would imagine we're going to get a bit more back than that. I'd hope so, because yeah. yeah, yeah, quite a lot. Yeah, I don't know how many seed potatoes I planted this year, but it has. Well, well I reckon I would say probably about eight hundred. Well, if we're going at nine pound a sack, which I reckon I could get, and I haven't had them cheaper, but let's say nine pound a sack for an average at twenty five kilo. So you're looking at. 100 kilos of spuds you've got to grow yeah. for. Yeah, so you're definitely going to get better, aren't you? But 
Yeah, but, you know. It's a big outlay as well. It is at the beginning. Yeah. But but what I could do is I could I could buy a sack of potatoes. That's yeah. what I should do. Yeah. Buy a sack of spuds, find out the optimal conditions of keeping them, and then sow them. Chuck them in the garden and yeah. hope for the best. Yeah, no, and, yeah. And, and, and I know that I would be definitely looking at buying potatoes from a supermarket or from a farm yeah. and sowing those. That's what yeah. I'd be doing, right? Yeah. And... I think you would get a great return from them. No reason to doubt it. The only, I think only... the difference would come is if I was saving my own potatoes and sowing them. After mm. a while, I would get disease build up. Yep. So what I'm going to do, I'll let someone else take the cost of that. Because yep. I know if I go and buy a sack of spuds from the farm, mm. they won't be keeping their own seed. They'll be no. buying in seed because yep. they can't afford the loss. Yeah. So I'm never going to be more than one year behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? So, yeah. so I'd definitely grow my potatoes. Yep. And then I would probably <clears> grow my <throat> onions, my carrots, and my beans, yep. and my courgettes. Yeah. Yeah. And... Even though I love brassicas, they're quite low down on my list mm-hmm. because of how how because of the unreliability. Yeah, everything eats them. They get yeah. so many different diseases yeah, and so yeah. on. So they're a bit of a luxury crop, if I'm honest yeah, with you. So if I if I want if I need food in my house, yeah. and I need it to be reliable, then, then I'm the then I'm looking at things which for me yeah. are less susceptible and easier. And yeah. I, th- I think in onions and carrots are not that hard to grow. Carrots need covering though. Don't get they me wrong. They do, yeah, yeah. They need a bit of looking after. You know, they do. And things can go wrong with your spuds, and things can go wrong with your onions. Of so it's not, you can. know. But no, nothing's not, set nothing's, in stone, is it? No. Definitely but I would not. be looking at. I would be looking at having that staple <laughs> meat and two veg kind yeah. of dinner. Yeah. If that's what you eat, not everyone. And I think that's probably yeah. Not everyone eats like me though. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Um, and then, and this might be a bit left field. If I've got the space, I'm going to look to grow my flower. I'm going to try it. Oh, okay. I would, yeah. And I don't know how I'm going to mill it. I don't know how I'm going to harvest it. No. But if I'm trying to think about sufficiency, yeah. for me, that becomes quite important. That's really interesting. It never even crossed my mind. Your mind works in very strange ways, Mike. Yeah. Uh, yeah, food. Yeah. <laughs> Bread. <laughs> Mostly food. Bread and potatoes. <laughs> Bread, potatoes, <laughs> apples. Yeah. But Carrots. that's what, But I'm thinking, about, I'm thinking about those really big circles that I'm trying to shut. Yeah. And... Um, <laughs> You know, I know we haven't even done like livestock and all of that. No, but that's that's but that's where that would be, day, that would be yeah. where we'd be going. But I would I would I would be exploring a carbohydrate source. Okay. So I've got potatoes, yeah. and that's great. Yeah. But I'd be thinking, right, what every day we eat bread. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. And and I'm I'm either gonna outsource that or I'm gonna try and get control. Well, of that I can stuff. tell you that you can buy a big sack of flour that will last you yeah. a good long time yeah. for not very much. No. And that and I you know, and I do by the best quality, yeah. and by the time get... I've and by the time I've grown and sourced and dealt with the, it, it's probably better to buy the flour. Well, you yeah. what do you what did you pay for that set you got off of Amazon? Like no, nine ten, quid or something? No, it's eleven now. Eleven now, and that's sixteen kilos. Sixteen kilos. Yeah. So that is that's thirty two good loaves of bread, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. From what where you normally do it, or, yeah. or sixteen large loaves of bread. Yeah. Yeah, I do. So that's so you know it's not it's not bad value, but it's still cheaper to buy it in the shop. It's still cheaper to buy what in the buy shop. bread in the shop. Then doing that. Then making loaf like I do. I reckon. No, is it, I don't think it is. I reckon. So I reckon I can buy a eight hundred gram loaf in Audi for 60 p, maybe fifty p, right. something like. Let's, let's say it's fifty p because it's easier to work out. So for that eleven quid sack of flour, mm. and I don't need to buy yeast as well or sugar or salt mm. to make it. I can get twenty two loaves from Audi mm. for my eleven quid, or I can get an eleven pound sack of flour. And get how many loaves? And get... 60. <laughs> what did we say? 
No, so 32 small loaves, but they're only 500 gram loaves then mm. at that point. So. But and I would argue that I could eat a whole half loaf from out yeah, in yeah, about yeah. one day. Because oh, it's, 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 it's mostly air, air mate. Yeah. It's mostly air. Try squashing one of those things and see what happens. Okay, so I, I started to then get a bit nuanced about it when right. I was thinking about mine. And I started to go, well, I've got my things that I want to do that are going to give me... I'm going to I'm going to buy my spuds because they're cheap. I'm going to buy my onions because they're cheap. I'm then going to just put, put in some things that are going to mm. make the other things interesting. And then I'm going to start to think about some specialists. Mm. And I thought, well, what about catch cropping? Mm. So I could... In that space that I've got, grow some little salad leaves yeah. in there. Yeah. I could grow a radish. I could grow a turnip, which you mentioned as well. But then I also started to think, well, some products, some of these things we can grow carry a premium for me mm. because they can be overwintered. Yeah. So they'll grow in the ground when there's nothing else I want to grow in the ground. Yeah. So the things that I've mentioned, mostly are warm weather crops. Apart so those are the foods that I like to eat. You've got your Cavalo yeah. Nero and all yeah. that though, though, haven't you? Yeah, I've got a few in there, but mostly they're things that I like to eat in the summertime. So there's things then that carry a bit of premium in the winter. So like leeks... Yeah, and they're you, like you mentioned briefly earlier, really good crop, but also amazing crop. The same reason things like garlic, onions, swede, yeah. those things that are going to sit in the ground. Parsnips, the heading lettuce, yeah, the parsnips. Those things that don't mind overwintering, that will no. just sit there when there's nothing else. No, so they might as well be there. They right? might as well be there rather than nothing. And that, and for me, that almost bumped when I was thinking about my tier system, mm. almost bumped them up a tier. Yeah, because they kind of squeeze into the bottom of that other tier because actually yeah. they've got a space in the garden when there's nothing yeah. else that's yeah. going to be They're there. Really yeah. handy, aren't they? Um, I had a list of things that were too cheap to bother. Yeah, which interestingly, all the things I've said, all the things you said, and I knew it was going to be the way. Yeah, of course it was. Not quite all the way. Thing, but carrots, spuds, onions, peas. You could sum me. That could sum me up. Too cheap to bother. <laughs> People look at it, me and go, that's too cheap to bother. <laughs> in many ways. <laughs> either themselves or myself. <laughs> Mate, bless you. Bless you. Well, I think, it's, I, <laughs> I think it's a really good exercise for people to try. Yeah, definitely. If you, if you haven't done the back, because obviously we choose, when you when, any time you've got limited space, you have to choose what you're going to sow, yeah. what you're going to try and grow. Yeah. And and to have an understanding and if recognition. If I've got limited space, potatoes are out straight away. Yeah, yeah. You know, without <clears throat> no, that's for me. That's why I went the way I did. Yeah. But then I started thinking about. I don't like the word hacks, but that's what they are. Mm. You know, little tips and tricks that I think yeah. that people can just think about if they're thinking about trying to do this to save some money. One of the ones you taught me is grow a year's supply of something. Mm. So you've yeah, always I got it. That. That's a great one, isn't it? You know, um, the catch so cropping like, like your garlic. You work out how many you use a week and yep. then just grow, grow that many, many and a few done. more. Yeah. And you're done. And, yeah. Yeah. and hopefully, provided you can keep it for a year, you'll yeah. be all right. Yeah. But but the other thing you can do is cut it out and put it in ice, ice cube trays and just freeze, freeze it. it. Mate. Done, yeah. It. And then it's done. You just take it out. Um, catch cropping, really important. Intercropping, yeah. those where you, little bits of space where you can just get an extra crop out just yeah. really, it's really It's very quickly. easy to leave it. But if you leave it, you're only going to grow weed in it. Exactly. So, so you might as well grow crop in it. Um, don't bother buying squashes and pumpkins. Take up too much space. Mm. You can buy them at Halloween for next to nothing and they freeze really well. Yeah. So go out and, and the jack-o'-lanterns and all that, they sell that, you know, you go in the supermarket, they'll be selling for a quid or something, some of them, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, less than that, mate. For a big one, for a quid, yeah. you know what I mean? And like, Just go and buy those and then freeze them. Look, you don't even need to freeze them for about five months. No, exactly. You no, store, you store them, them properly, you know. You store no. really well, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Um, succession sowing, king, and not particularly overwintering. Yeah. The salad... Or boxes or crates or or trays or whatever you've got of salad leaves really important and then it's about storage and preservation mm. but my favorite one is one i've actually done this year mm. which is that when you get tomatoes and they grow 
what you'll get off the main stem is the little side shoot. Mm. And if you pot those up, they will grow. But take them off. Take them off. Cut them off or pinch them off. Yeah. You can put them in water. You can put them in soil. Yeah. If you put them in soil, you probably want to cover it with some kind of like cloche effect. Yeah. So just keep the, the humidity up. But they will root. Yeah. And, then you can plant and they will up. grow. And I did it. And you know, I've talked about the, the mountain magic loads, 30p a seed they mm. cost me this year. I looked it up on online. The cheapest I could find a pack of six seeds or anywhere else was £2.65. Yeah. So you've doubled that basically. Six seeds, though. right? I, I can now go off onto my tomatoes and I can make as many mountain magic as I like now because mm. I'll just take the side shoots out and I can Vegetative propagation. It is vegetative propagation. It works very effectively. You can just do it in a jar of water if you want to and then yeah. as soon as you see That's root, what I then do you with basil, it up. wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just pot it up. Well, as soon as you see a um, bit of growth, take most of the leaves off, put it in some water, wait for it to start growing root and you can pot it up. I've literally just put them in the ground and I did a little experiment the other day. Mm. I was at the allotment. I saw some quite large side shoots off of some of them. So I pulled them off. Yeah. I didn't even cut them off. I just snapped them off. Snapped them off. Bang them in. Put them in the ground next to the parent yeah. plant. I'm going to see what happens. Yeah, see if they've come up. Um, but I've I've got about thirty mountain magic plants. They're only small. Yeah, but some of them are a bit bigger. But they're only small. But they successional will, crop though, isn't it? They will crop, and they will crop later on in the year potentially. Oh. So, um, <clears throat> little things like that, little tricks that you can use, and obviously making your own compost. Yeah. Absolutely key. Yeah, definitely. To all of this, because the soil is what makes it grow. Absolutely, mate. And, and and having those pallets to make your little compost bin becomes key, doesn't it? Well, it's, it's the engine room. Yeah. Nothing else happens without it. That's the old stinging nettle feed. I've got yeah. that going. That's yeah. something else I've got going there. Yeah. So nettle feed, and it's then just about getting online and finding out some of these tips and tricks that people use because there's Absolutely. so many out there. And, yeah, and if you know any, let us know because we're, yeah. we're well up for all that, aren't we? Yeah. So I'm going staples. Yep. You're going. I don't know, tasties. <laughs> Fancy schmancy. Uh, tasties. All right, so the moral of the story is you go for dinner around Al's house, you're going to get something amazing. <laughs> right? It's going to be beautiful. We're going to be like, oh my God, that's amazing. You're going to come around my house, you'll have had it before, but there'll be a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you cook lovely food. What are you talking about? We just eat different things, don't we? Very clearly. <laughs> Oh, that's what. And for everyone who's listening, you're going to have your own agenda. You're going to have what you want. You, you know, and 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 you know, the heart of what we were trying to do here was talk about trying to help people save money. And you know, this is going to go on in the next episode as to maybe, you know, shopping and those kind of those kind of habits that you can get into, which will help you really help you stretch your money. Yep. This yep. was very much about the things that you can grow. The things that you can section. grow that will save that will save you money or that will put more food on the table yeah. For, yeah. for less money. Yeah. Yeah. I um, agree. And that and that's you know the list that I've got there is things that are yeah. prolific largely speaking and or that are expensive to and, buy. And the one thing that we didn't <clears throat> we haven't spoke about yet is and probably is, you know and I, and I know for you it's very important is time mm -hmm. and and whether you've got the time to do these things. Some of these crops take more time than others. Mm -hmm. Um and there is a certain amount, you know, we were discussing it before we started recording about people's knowledge about how, if they're, if what, they, you've got to want to do it. Yep. You've also got to know how to do it and feel confident. You've got to have some resources in the space and things like that. Yeah. And there are some people out there who are not interested and they're happy to not perhaps eat uh, fresh grown stuff. And, yep. you know, with the money they've got and, and the spending habits they've got and the lifestyle they've got. They might be happy just buying their food in a different way than yeah. what what we want, and that's fine for them. Whatever whatever they need to do, and whatever you know, I'm certainly not preaching to anybody. But for me, I think that I could make a saving by growing some things myself. 
I think well, I, well I'll tell you what, I can grow six tomatoes for less than one pound twenty, yeah. which is what they would be in the supermarket to buy the good ones yeah. to the equivalent to what yeah. I can grow. I can I can grow three courgettes for less than a quid, which is what they would cost in the supermarket. I can grow bucketfuls of green beans mm. for less than the couple of quid that they charge yeah. you for a tiny punnet. Yeah. And and so that's the way I was looking at those things. The, the cost increase you know, on those is huge. It's unbelievable, it? yeah, for, for what they are. But the, because most often people are buying them out of season. Yeah. And that, I think, probably is the key to actually underpins all of this. And we've almost hit on it by accident at the end, is that eat seasonally. If you can eat, eat seasonally, seasonally, it will save you fortunes. Yeah, when it just, and you'll eat better food as well. I think it's probably better for you, but... Yeah. That's just our viewpoint, isn't it? So, yeah. anyway, I think we're nearly there, are we? Well, I hope that's helpful. I mean, you know, I... this is going to go lots of different ways, isn't it? This I can see. It, it, yeah, it'd be really interesting to see what other people come back with. I have to say, and other people's yeah. points of view, because yeah. you know, it's very much driven by my <laughs> view of, of things for me, and obviously yours is slightly different. But we're coming from quite a similar background, aren't mm. we? And I think that you know, we've been in a privileged position. Probably still in a slightly privileged position oh, compared mate. to many people. And the rest. A very yeah. privileged position compared yeah, to some. Very privileged. Um, yeah. And so just trying to find some things that we can suggest that might help people without wanting to be patronising or. No, of course not. You know, I, I, I don't, certainly hope it's not come across as that, but just trying to help with some helpful suggestions, really. I'd love to be able to grow coffee out. <laughs> you live in the wrong I'd country. I'd love to mate. close that circle. Yeah. <laughs> I can get it hot in the Politano. I don't get it up to Nicaragua hot, though. <laughs> I'm trying, though, can't I? Columbia hot. <laughs> what is it? There's all sorts of things yeah, you make acorn. coffee out. Is, uh, it? Cleavers. is it cleavers as well? You make it out of cleaver um, seeds, is it? Is that roasted dandelion. Roasted, yeah. Root. Uh, uh, chicory, all that stuff. Oh, I've got a funny feeling none of it tastes like coffee. I'll, I won't be trying any of that. No. Mate. I won't be trying any of that. I'll right. need someone out there to come up with that cool weather. Mate, what you need coffee. is for your birthday is a year's <laughs> supply of coffee. <laughs> That's what you need to ask for your birthday every year. Jobs are good. <laughs> Oh, that'd be nice. Or or, or or do some sort of bartering scheme with someone and I'll send them over a load of what they can't grow there. Yeah. And I, and I you know, apples, for instance, I don't know what you can't grow in Colombia. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can grow in Colombia. It's, it's coffee, mate. Coffee. No, it's coffee, mate. <laughs> oh, dear. All oh, right, okay. So we'll leave it there, shall we? Okay, mate. Mate, it's been brilliant. It's a really long one today, so I really appreciate your time. Um, but I think it comes from the fact that we took a bit of time to yeah, really think about what we wanted to say before yeah, we started, so. which, um, you know, I can't promise we'll do that every time, but I've really enjoyed doing it this time, and the yeah. feedback we've gotten from people has really helped. Yeah. Uh, and on that vein, really just asking for some feedback. You know, what are your ideas? What would you grow if you were growing for, for cost saving? What do you grow what, to what save money? What do you money? grow to save money? What is the top on your on your list? What is your top sort of half dozen or five, six, yeah. whatever it is you, you would do? Come on, the spuds. That everyone Get should it. be doing. Get the spuds. Are, are you team Mike or team Al is the question. <laughs> that is the question. <laughs> team taters. Team taters for or Mike. team tasty. <laughs> So get on the Facebook group. Tell us which team you're in, uh, and if we've missed anything. But also any tips and tricks as well for trying to get the best value out of out of your crops, and even you know things that you're saying like the tomato tip that I've got there. Um, you know, if you've got any others like that, I'm dying to hear those because mate, yeah. I could do with a few. You know, yeah, good to get a few new skills under the belt. Absolutely. Um, but if you've enjoyed listening, please get on the Facebook group. Please tell all your friends about us. You know, get our name out there. Let everyone know that we're trying to build this community here. That we're trying to help people in this very challenging environment of the, the sort of last few years and 
trying to suggest some things that might help them and they, they can come and perhaps you know, be involved in our community because whilst we haven't got all the answers there's lots of people with lots of knowledge online as we found out and oh, man, yeah. put anything in the Facebook group you get, get some answers and suggestions from Absolutely. people typically so so thank you very much to those people who are contributing already really appreciate that it's really nice to see the posts on there um, and let's get a few more people involved and we will speak to you in a few weeks alright lovely take care night night <laughs>